We are live. That's it. Hello, Jordan. How's it going, Joe? What's going Joseph? on? Joseph. Professional video game player, you. What's up? Dude, you're living the dream. That's what every teenage boy who's sitting in front of his parents' television and is, you fucking loser, get some yeah. shit done with your life. That's actually how I pick up girls. I go on Tinder and I say, I'm living the dream. So they don't actually see that I say I play a professional game. I just say, I'm living the dream. Yeah, but it's like, what's your dream? <laughs> the childhood dream. Everyone's mm. like... Well, if you're a boy, I guess, right? Well, when you first started playing video games, was there any professional option? Um, well, kind of. There was these teams, Team 3D, that was the first big team in North America, and they, like, I remember going to a local Fry's and uh, buying a keyboard and seeing, like, one of their players' quotes on the box, like, I use this keyboard because I'm going to be the fucking best with this keyboard. So I was like, awesome. Like, that was actually super... Like big part of my motivation. Like, I want to be on a box. <laughs> Keyboard box. <laughs> now, when you first started playing, like, how old were you? Uh, I think I was nine when my brother introduced me. I have two older brothers. My oldest brother was playing Counter-Strike, and, of course, I wasn't allowed to play, so I'm sitting there watching him play all day. You weren't allowed to play? No, it was his computer. Oh, okay. So he's like, he would, he would, like, shoot me out of his room, and then I would kind of, like, crawl on the floor, walk in, and, like, try to, like, watch him, like, get into his room and watch, and then when he would leave, he'd go to school or something, I would hop on his computer, and I would play. And Counter-Strike is a weird one, because that was, it was first, it was Half-Life. Half-Life Team Deathmatch, yeah. Yeah, and then, it, like, nobody even talks about Half-Life. That's it became the engine. Just, yeah. Then it became Counter-Strike was like the big game that people... So, Deathmatch, when you're playing Deathmatch Counter-Strike, you're playing one-on-one -on -one or team versions of yeah. the Half-Life engine, but against other people. That's what a lot of people that play Counter-Strike competitively use to like warm up Deathmatch mode, because you just keep dying and respawning. It's like a Quake insta-give or something, you know? You just mm -hmm. keep restarting and just kill each other to kind of warm up your... Your hands and whatnot, get them working well together. Do you, do you have like a ritual or anything you do before you uh, you play? Well, I mean, it is muscle memory. It is calisthenics. I, at this point, though, like obviously if you're a golfer, you might not train as hard as you did when you wanted to make the tour, but you still have to do maintenance stuff. So like when I hit a death match, I'd get a, maybe 100 kills with each gun, and then I just... Then obviously I have team practice, which is a different set of coordinating strategies and stuff. But for personally, yeah, I just try to make sure I'm still playing. So if I ever feel off, I can identify what's really off pretty quick. And then I'll just go hone in on that gun or that part of the map or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mix of both. Right? Do you think that people don't respect how difficult it is to play competitive video games? Because... Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's fucking really difficult. Like the the level of competence or the level of skill. Like if you've watched, uh, you can watch a lot of games online, and that's like a big part of all this now, which is really fascinating. Is how many people watch live games, or even with Quake, the big thing was watching demos. I love Quake. Yeah. Yeah, people would watch demos so of watch like really demos, good yeah. players. You do that too. Yeah, I think. I think part of it, obviously, is people don't know what the fuck they're looking at right. from an outsider perspective. So, like, certain games I can understand. StarCraft or League of Legends or Water Warcraft, you're looking at all these spells flying around. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And that and those, those like, action key moments normally happen over the course of, like, ten minutes or, or something. Whereas in Counter-Strike or Quake, it's like, that guy just got that point. He's about to kill this guy. There's this 30 seconds left on the clock. Right. So I think that's actually more intuitively easy for a spectator to watch as a spectator sport. But you're right. Yeah, a lot of people I don't think comprehend what you go through that oh this kid just plays all day for fun and doesn't think about what he's doing he just happened to be good yeah it's always been fascinating to me how certain games get they get taken seriously like certain games garner respect like chess, chess if yeah. you are a really good chess player like oh he's a sophisticated gentleman Crazy Danish he's a 
chess player. Yeah. What do you do for a living? I play chess. Whoa, interesting. What do you do for a living? Oh, I play video games. Oh, you fucking dork. I say dork. I play Counter-Strike, right? I've, got, I've progressed over that. I play Counter-Strike. What the fuck is Counter-Strike? Yeah, well, I do this. Well, that's me. extra geeky because you're exactly. naming the video game. Well, you have to because you say play video games. It's like saying you play pro sports. To oh, me, you know. right, right, right. After that's a while. True. So I try to make that distinction to do justice to my, my profession or whatever. So right. in the future, people start questioning more about what I do. Now, what level is the, I mean, the, obviously there's Half-Life that came out, and then was the game engine continually upgraded? Yeah, like I started playing in like beta version. So beta 5.2. Beta is basically before the game is full released. For right. those who don't know what a beta is. There's like alphas and beta, right? And then the full release. So I played beta before it was even a game, a full version in stores, and uh, yeah, all the weapons were different, and then 1.0, 1.1, 1.3. The longest lasting version was 1.6, which I went pro in back in like, two, I went pro in 2008, but it went. How do you go pro? Do you have to join a well, league I, I, or you have to pay for anything, sign up for stuff? <laughs> well, there is a process. It's not a conventional one like sports. You don't go to like a high school team and a college team. It's, it's, there's no coaches in esports. Well, recently there are. but like that's There's coaches? Recently, and that, we'll get into that. But like, you know how. Obviously, if you're going to play in NHL, you try to like Joe for play for a college team, or you go to juniors or semi-pro AHL. In this ca case, there's like I play in a league called ESEA. They have the open division, intermediate, main, premier, invite. If you're an invite, you're really the only people that have a chance that can get paid to play by companies. So when I say I went pro back in 2008, it's because I joined up a contract with an organization called Evil Geniuses, which is like my agency for an actor, and they had sponsors from Intel, Newegg a bunch of peripheral companies for my gear, and they pay me to fly to the tournaments, and I market them like I'm an NASCAR car. I have their logos all over them. I tell people why their gear is good, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. Okay. So now back to the Counter-Strike, uh, the, the Half-Life engine. Yeah. So what are the, is is there several versions of it that they've come up with? Like yep. what, what version are you on now? So now it's the most recent called Global Offensive. Uh, and yeah. is this a new version of Counter-Strike yep. itself or a new version? There's not a new version of Half-Life, right? Nope. Uh, they came out with Half-Life 2 at one point, but that that was the Source engine. So Counter-Strike Source right. came out, it was on that engine. So for folks who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, this yeah. is what that means. Like video game engines, they take the engine. That's the like, physics, everything that controls yeah, your world. Yeah, the 3D geometry, the video, like the way it looks, the graphics. And then they take that engine and then they can port it over to other games. And they can develop games based on that engine. So it cuts a lot of the development process yeah. out because a big part of the development process out is coming up with a, a video game engine. Yep. So, yeah, they have, I think Half Life 2, I, I don't know when it exactly came out, if it was like 2004 or 5. That's kind of old. Right? Yeah, no, that was that. 10 and, years and ago. So, I, you know, like I said, I, I went pro in Counter Strike 1.6, and that was like, everyone loved it. It was like the original Quake, like the registration of like my bullet shooting when I hit a guy, like, it, it worked. It hit him when he shot him in the head. Like, some mm -hmm. of these new versions of the Counter-Strike that were coming out, it was almost too easy. Like, you would shoot a bullet, like, right here. Because the guy was moving weird, it would still register as a headshot. So Why that is would, that? Something was up with the engine, and it, it was like they were trying to up the graphics and the feel and to make it look more realistic, but that took away from, I guess, how fast the, the computer talked to the, to the server. Mm -hmm. You know, so then there was a discrepancy between, like, when I shot, when it actually hit the person and obviously that's why like i can't when i practice i can't play against europeans because of internet lag right right so i like that's why you would play on a land because mm -hmm. that's it's the fastest 
interaction between the server and the Yeah, if you've computer. played online with uh, an internet lag and you get used to it and then you play without the lag, it's like you go to paradise. Like yeah, you're in that, heaven. it's like having a weight on your baseball bat or something. Yeah. yeah, it's but some guys got really good at it. Like some guys get super good at timing their own fuck up, their own lag. Yeah, it's and, and some know, it's bullshit though, because then they're harder to hit. Yeah, you know, some of them are just glitching around. They and disappear. Like, well, that's bullshit. Yeah. So that's annoying. So at our level, we're really like prima donnas about like what server location we plan because my teammates are spread around the country. So right. we all play on like a Denver server. And you have Texas. to make sure that your ping is very low, right? Like the ping to the server. Yeah, I mean Like what's what's a good ping these days? Well <laughs> playing in North playing in North America for Counter Strike player, like forty to fifty is like what we play on. Mm -hmm. But like if I were to play in a southern an Los Angeles server from San Diego, I get fifteen because I'm closer. But as a team, since we're all spread out, we're in we're in like Toronto and all this stuff and mm -hmm. across the country we play centralized so. and that's a uh, milliseconds so it'd be like 15 milliseconds uh i guess <laughs> so uh, does that register in your head do you notice the difference between 15 and 40 oh yeah well i could feel it it's really just like the 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 gun itself i could feel it's like a very small like a lot of people don't notice the difference for the first couple of years they probably play the game but once you start realizing the different action of the recoil of the guns, you could feel it between each bullet. This is super nerdy. Yeah, I, mean, I know you played Quake. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so my question is like, how do you decide what game to become super adept at? Because it seems like there's a lot of well, how them do you now. decide what sport you become adept at? But I mean, do, well, games have a life like where people won't play them anymore. Like, it gets to yeah, a point. Like, definitely. try playing Quake One today. Try well, finding. Well, that's what happened with. Counter-Strike 1.6 was kind of was kind of what I was kind of talking about. Oh, the same. new version came out, and because 1.6 was getting stagnant, like the since the developer doesn't give back to the game much, and there isn't new shit coming out, people are like, "Well, this gets old." Because they're not pro, they're playing for the fun of it. That's the people that help me make this my job. Is the 80 or 90 percent of the community who isn't pro who plays and is my viewership is the people I talk to for my sponsors, etc. Right. So that was going downhill a lot with the end of Counter-Strike and other games like League of Legends, which is not a first-person shooter, and uh, Dota. These are like five versus five strategy spells and like uh, that's what people. Stuff. Yeah, that's when they lose me. Yeah, so. fucking spells. And, and so yes, how I played Counter-Strike is I just loved the intuitive finesse you could bring to the game. It wasn't just like chess. It was more of like a you know chess to tennis or whatever you mm -hmm. want to say. I could actually, I could just outskill someone simply, even if they do a crazy strategy. I'm just gonna stand there and say, "Well, I'll outshoot you every time, even if you think you're smarter." Just your hand-eye coordination, yeah. your understanding of where the mouse is gonna move the cursor. Yeah. And I find a lot of people who play Counter Strike were more physically fit people. Like, there's an archetype to different pro gamers. You, a lot of people think everyone's a fat, pimply guy. Well, I notice a lot of Counter Strike players, like myself, grew up playing sports. I played ice hockey all in my youth. A lot of my teammates are team athletes, um, or just Ooh, the dorks, yeah, the, like StarCraft. I know, are, are I'm going to crap for calling them dorks. Yeah, World of Warcraft, yeah, exactly. those are the so, dorks, right? And the thing is, I have friends in those <laughs> realms too, right? So there are those those random people. You got into Quake yourself, right? There's all sorts of different people who get into games. But generally, yeah, the people, it's like chess. StarCraft is more a uh, cerebral game. You're you're kind of premeditating a lot of your decisions, which you are in Counter-Strike too, but in a, in a much more strategic way. You don't need to, you could probably plug in any mouse and play StarCraft. Whereas right. when my sponsor tries to give me a new mouse, I like resist a lot because that's like, I don't know, a different baseball glove or a right. different pair, a different curve of my ice hockey stick or different set of irons as a golfer. Like it, it really throws me off for a little bit. Are they all laser mice now? 
Yeah, but some opticals work well if really? the surface is one color. If the surface is multicolored on a mouse, it actually makes tracking harder. Like these people have these crazy designs in their mouse pad. That's actually detrimental to the, the tracking and stuff. Really? Yeah. But no one uses a ball anymore. No, no. But I did, <laughs> I did start those? on a ball. You open that those shit up and blow might... it out. Yeah. Remember, you have to. <laughs> I used to, to have um, Q-tips with alcohol and used to yep. clean the little rollers because they would gunk up with sweat and, and funk. Oh, Joe was a gamer. He yeah. was he was addicted to that thing. Mm -hmm. And I have a question: If you're so good at Counter Strike, can you pick up most first person shooters and be really good on at it on PC? Yeah, on PC. So like, you can go into Grand Theft Auto right now and just kill everybody. Well, probably. that yeah, that's not really competitive. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, probably do that. Um, Quake. I used to play Quake all the time. Rocket Arena Three, Quake Three. Instagram. So you just have like really good understanding of what movement of your hand corresponds to the movement on the screen. You get kind of a feel of it. Yeah, just good dexterity. Most first person shooters are just. You, like you said, I heard you talking about Quake, and it's really just intuitive. Like, you mm -hmm. play at first, and you're like, oh, I have to look with my mouse hand. And this hand. Yeah. After a while, it's like an extension of your hands. I don't think I do a lot of actions per minute that I don't even comprehend because I'm reacting visually, not mentally. Yeah, get, there was there's like gun switches and moves that you would do that literally yeah. would come like tying your shoes. Yeah, and then when you get better, when you it. start playing better players, you manipulate those little things that... Like there's, that's what we call the meta game. Is things that like it changes constantly because it's all based on intuition. Right. That's why it's so weird when you switch from game to game. That was why I had that question because like if you got super yeah. into Counter Strike and then you know like maybe you know have you seen the the, the teaser for the new Doom? No. Oh, no. oh. We should play it. Oh shit. Play I didn't it, know about Jamie. This. Yes. Doom. There's a new Doom. Huh. I'm fucking. I worship at I the altar of John Carmack. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's the baddest motherfucker ever when it comes to this shit, but this new Doom, the graphics are just so ridiculous. It's just like, fucking Christ. It's been a while, right? It's well, yeah, it's been a while. I mean, he's been doing a bunch of different kind of video games as well, but remember when the... Here, let's let's play it real quick and we'll show you this, because this is, this is really crazy. It'll be to the left of you, uh, to the right of you as well, brother. Let me just play it on that then. It doesn't matter. Go full screen, Jamie. Blast that shit. Peggy 18. Look at this. <laughs> that's all you get. Are you serious? That's it? That's it. <laughs> that's, it. <laughs> that's all you get. June 14th, they're oh, going to no, show uh, gameplay. That was June 14th. Show we'll one, we'll play one more time. time. Yeah, June 14th, you get to see the actual full thing that's being played, I guess. What are you doing? You switching things on us? Play, pull that again. Can't hear it, Jamie. Yeah, we need the dun-dun. 18. Welcome to hell. Oh. That's dope. God, that's, that's all I need. <laughs> that's <sick. laughs> Cue the Pantera. But like when you would play that, like if you play that game and you got used to that physics, like I remember going from Quake to Unreal. Unreal. It would like screw you up a little, even though it was awesome. It was like it moved just a little different. The mouse cursor moved a little different. And you, you know, you, you get so, your settings and you try to like fidget with it and try to get it to a place where you kind of understand what was happening intuitively. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's always a, we always, right when we get a new game that's a first-person shooter, you go in and see how the game takes your sensitivity, if it's directly from your mouse or from Windows. So that's mm -hmm. called raw input. So right. some games have raw input where it takes your mouse sensitivity, and I can go in and dial it basically into how my Counter-Strike feels. Some don't. So some you have to go in and, like, they have their own, um, uh, it's like 
their own uh, in-game sensitivity. Yeah, in-game sensitivity, and you have to slide the notch weird, and it's got its own extrapolation of what a default sense is. And every time you move one notch, it's mm -hmm. 1.25 the original versus another game. And then there's mouse acceleration, which is fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, turn that off, obviously. The faster, but some guys really loved it. Like the faster you move the hand, it it corresponded to a different type of movement with the mouse. Yeah. Whereas, like, under normal circumstances, you move left, you move right, and the cursor moves left or right. And it's independent on whether or not you move fast. But if you move fast with mouse acceleration, it moves way faster yeah, on screen. It's got that extra spin yeah. to it at the end. Yeah. It's like it's almost like it's a gyroscope or something like that. Or it's like it's, it's yeah. got some momentum to it. Yeah, when, when uh, if you notice, so with first-person shooters, a lot of people set their arm differently yeah. on the desk. So people, some people play with wrists, so they're called mm -hmm. wrist players. So this is like the hinge. They're called wrist players. With a wrist aimer, right? right? So wrist aimer has their wrist kind of set down, and when they're when they're moving, they have... Wait a minute, wrist tamer? Wrist it? aimer, sorry. Wrist aimer. I like to mumble. Okay. Uh, yeah, wrist aimer. And then I'm more of an elbow, so I, my elbow is my hinge, so I have more control, so I use a lower sensitivity, right? Oh, okay, so, so I you can move wipe, faster. I can swipe larger swipes. Hmm. So someone playing with their wrist is doing this, so they use a higher sensitivity. Right. Some of those people don't mind using a little Excel because they could do these little, like, flick moves and kind of just really get into the groove with that, mm -hmm. and it's smaller, whereas I have bigger motions that make me more comfortable. So if I have a little bit of Excel, I just I want it to be as, as true as possible to my actual hand because I'm doing these bigger movements. Do you have a yeah. large mouse pad as well? Uh, yeah, but I actually have two on top of each other. I'm one of the few people who uses like a hard mouse pad versus just cloth. So mm -hmm. I like the plastic feel, and I have to like replace it like every three months because I grind it down. Whoa. So like my sponsors are like grind sending me it down. How many hours are you playing a day, son? Do you get outside? Do you know about <laughs> yeah. vitamin D? Yeah, that's it. I, I got a level <laughs> I live in San Diego, man. You know I'm outside. There you go. Uh, how like how many hours do you have to play a day to stay fit? Um, well, when we're... And I say fit in the loosest <laughs> in possible. The I mean, but it is a sort of fitness. Right? But it is a sort of, you know, well, like in said, shape for the game. Calisthenics, just like, yeah, when I take a vacation, I come back, I'm like, whoa, this looks weird for a really? second. Really? Yeah, for a couple of weeks even, I just come back. But I get into it quick. Um, if we have a tournament coming up, since it's very team-centric, like we dry run, we premeditate a dozen strategies on the counter terrace then on the terror side like you really try to memorize what you and your teammates are going to do so if something th is thrown in a wrench into your gears you have to react on the fly somewhat within a certain scale of thought so when i'm playing for a tournament that's like we get on at 3 p.m we end at 11 p.m so whoa that's jesus crazy. christ what about food what about water oh yeah well no, bathroom breaks what yep. do you guys do pissing but you have a yeah, bucket so that's, this is why i expel the, the archetype no like for instance when we do these boot camps Three out of five of us at least wake up and go to the gym. We wake up, go to the gym, shower. We play on our own, like deathmatch, chill, eat, and then like take that like hour before to like make Wait, sure. Okay, we're when you play on your own, when you're saying you play on your own deathmatch, death match, yeah. what does that mean? So you connect to a public server, maybe under an alias, so people don't give a shit because everyone knows our names in the game. So we'll like go into uh. deathmatch, kind of hidden, and we'll just like you just kill, respawn, kill, respawn. Deathmatch right. isn't like a real mode. Like we don't care about our stats. We're just just having fun. We might like sometimes I purposely look away from a doorway so when some guy comes through it I practice a ninety degree turn and hitting him in the head. So I just constantly have my, my back to a guy so when he comes I can hear him and I flick around and That's the thing that a lot of people don't know about video games is that you can hear in three dimensions too. Like, oh, if something's coming back behind you, back to your right, you can actually hear it back into your right, which is really spooky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we use sound all the time to manipulate things. Or we make it seem like they didn't hear, or like we don't know they're behind us. So I'll run out this doorway, and I know a guy's tra trailing me. So when I run to the left, my teammate's on the right waiting for him to come 
shoot me on the left. So like we manipulate sound all the time. So it's, yeah, it's a huge part of it. So game. are you guys, when you plan out your strategies, do you guys like, do you have like a video chat where you go over like the strategies in, in physical yeah. form? Or do you write it out? Like, how do you? So obviously, first of all, when, sometimes when we boot camp, we're all in the same location. So if we have a big tournament in Stockholm, we go to Stockholm 10 days in advance. And we go to, that's the best teams in Counter-Strike are in Europe. That's just where they are. Really? Our team is never, my team is, I've won a couple world championships in the old game, but I've never been a world champ in the new game yet. Like we, because it's a team game and like we get, we'll get to semis or something, but those guys are the, the shit. And wow. I'm on friends with all of them, but that point aside. Um, Wonder why Europe? Wait, what, what was Sorry. this question? Is it? Um, you were talking about, Jesus, what was the original question? Um, getting together, strategy, strategy. Oh, so how we go with strategy. So, yeah, so on offense, you dry run in a server. We all connect to the same private server, and we just um, basically we're like, okay, we're going to take this bomb site. What number of ways can we do it? If we have a full economy, meaning do we have every grenade in our arsenal? Do we have no grenades? Do we have to dry walk in? We say dry when we have nothing to really assist us, no smoke grenades, no flash. So we say, hey, we're going to three dry walk into this bomb site. You two watch our flank. So that means they're not going to throw anything. Like, right? So like, if we're going to hit a, this room right here and we're going to come in and kill Joe Rogan, if we wanted to come in here, we'd throw a flashbang through that door, right? And then we had sm smoke off the kitchen right here. So no one in the kitchen has vision on the people coming through that doorway. And then, you know, we expect the only angles they could hold are under that TV and behind where, uh, yeah, where he's sitting back here. Jamie. Jamie. I had his name. I want to say Riley for some reason. Jamie. And uh, so, yeah. Riley so, but if, yeah, exactly. Riley. <laughs> Sorry, Riley. Bad of names, right? Um, so you you would plan have, out, but if all we have no grenades, obviously we're coming into Joe's studio dry, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no lube. Right? So these um, strategies are based upon the ge the geometry of the room. It's yeah, based on the, the type of the map, how fast. If we're we have things called fakes, where we'll throw everything in here and make it look like we're coming to kill you, and all of a sudden the three of us are taking your teammates out who we're catching on the rotation. Because oh. we're saying when we throw all this shit in this room, Joe's gonna say, "Guys, they're coming in, they're coming in," which is gonna cause your guys watching the out back to come towards you and help you, and then we're gonna. F we're going to jump them in the backyard. And so these strategies are all planned out in advance, so and you have names for them? Yeah, so we'll call it like Sonic or Gatorade or and a, a take one. you a can hear two. each other, but you can't hear them? Yeah, we, we connect to a third-party software, like Mumble or TeamSpeak. It's kind of like Skype, but you mm -hmm. press a hotkey. It's like a walkie-talkie. And, and so you will talk to each other while you're playing the game, like, look out, he's behind you. Like that kind of. Does anybody hack into your line and they can, like, find <laughs> no. out what you're saying? Back in the day, that was kind of like a thing that would happen between friends. Like, you're playing, you do, we, we call them 10-mans, where you pick two captains and everyone throws their name in a hat and you play random five-versus-five teams, and you're all on the same voice server. Well, one guy will... You could you can clone the program and open it again, and he'll come in and join your channel while he's playing. So he'll have like one ear on what you guys are doing, and that's like a scummy thing friends oh, would do to what each a other. Dirty person. But when we're playing at a pro level, it can't happen because we're isolated. Now with online gaming, one of the things that was a real problem with Quake was bots. Was people that would have aiming bots oh, where yeah, they yeah. couldn't miss, and you'd get on a server, and some guy would be shooting guys that were like jumping through the air, like shooting you Spin in midair, couldn't miss, yep. and you did kill everybody. Do they have that with Counter Strike? Yep, there's wall hack and, and aim bot. So wall, wall hack, hack, wall hack is just obviously transparent walls. Oh. You can just see everything. Those guys are piece of shit. And um, <laughs> aim bot, and they're all piece of shit, right? <laughs> so we've all like. 
I say a majority of pros have messed around with it for fun with their friends. Like, yo, guys, let's go cheat versus each other and see how gnarly it is. And, like, we used to do that back in the old versions. In the new game, you can't even screw around with it because they have such a crazy anti-cheat, which is what I was just going to say. Now it's really hard to do that. You have to literally – it's, like, actually a big – it's a multi-million dollar industry, cheating in competitive games. It's not, like, a huge, huge industry, but people sell – like, they update it. Every time the game developer uh, creates a better, like, firewall or whatever for the cheats, they, like – Go in, look at the code, make it, find a way around it to do their aimbot. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but it's, obviously at pro level, I don't deal now, with cheaters. Oh, actually, that's actually wrong. But last year, there was the first ever time at a pro level where people found a way to cheat, and the guy got banned for life from tournaments. For wow. life. For fucking for life. For life. Well, because he cheated at like a land qualifier, supposedly land local area network where yeah. we're all they were like it's a French player, and he literally got caught it's like the smallest cheat ever found they found a way to like it's like 50 kilobytes and they inserted it and like it was like a trigger bot so it wasn't a full-time aim bot so he could press a button and it would snap to the nearest enemy so even if they were behind a wall so he could be chilling and just press this button and it would like snap to the wall and you knew a guy was about to come around that corridor or something Uh, it was was super low-key but super scummy (laughs) well how'd they catch him um i forget the series of events but there was some like red flag on his account and then like the people have the ability to like go like zoom in and narrow their scope onto one account and like scan their system and they did that and they found some shady traces of like cheating and then he admitted it and he's like i'm sorry guys i can't lie anymore and then, wow yeah. and so now he's done for the rest of his life yeah what if he comes back with a different name hey well i mean we'd see his face we know what he looks like oh, what if he gets plastic surgery that's Gen- it then he baby. it up <laughs> <laughs> grows a big beard or something the plastic surgery yeah right hmm Plastic surgery is pretty epic these days. Couldn't a guy just apologize? I mean, it's that's what just, he did formally. But the thing is, is it's like pretty scummy. Like that's like someone. It's not only roiding. That would be like having jetpacks on your feet playing football. Like and almost like poisoning the opponent. Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, it's not just roiding. That's it's yeah. like god power. This is like Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. Like you remember Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding, where Tanya oh, yeah. Harding hired someone to whack Nancy Kerrigan in the legs. <laughs> Like, yeah, you crazy. get banned next for level life. scumbag. That's next level shit. So, um, so there's very few ways that a person could cheat in the professional realm. There's things like so you have a little mini map, a radar. You could make it so all the other team shows up on their radar too. Oh, uh, so you could find out where you. So when you're playing, you know where your guys are at any yeah. given moment. Yeah, exactly. And you could make a hack so that other people. If you they're just little dots, right, moving around the rotating map. And which are your teammates, you can make it so all 10 people in the game show up or whoever many are. You know? But if you try to do that professionally, you'd get banned for life. Oh, yeah. Like, you might be able to have a button that toggles it on and off, and, like, if no admin is watching you. But when you play at a tournament, you have, like, people walking behind you. That like, mo- that's <laughs> so that. crazy. Yeah. Now, what kind of money is involved in this now? Like, how, So which facet of it, right? What can, like, okay, give me the top of the food chain first. Like, what's the top of the food chain video gamer make per year? Uh, well, so I play Counter-Strike, right? So remember, League of Legends, Counter-Strike. League of Legends is huge right now. League of Legends. League of Legends, because the game developer themselves was I don't the, even know what that is. Is that like a superhero game? It's Yeah, 5 vs. 5. It's like it's like Dota. I don't know if you've heard of Dota either. It's 5 vs. 5 overview. Um, you, you go from one end of the corner of the map through three different lanes. And, yeah, spells and different heroes. And you I'm only interested in first-person stuff. Yeah. That's, so That's well, way more exciting, that overhead view shit. Well, regardless, those people, <laughs> yeah, that's, like you said, I, I've always been in first-person shooters. But, yeah, those games, they their developer was the first one to really get involved with the competitive community and give a bunch of prize money back, like $10 million tournaments, like insane. Whoa. So, like, 
some of these players in the past couple of years have made like over a million dollars each because of those tournaments. But wow. if you're talking like the average salary of a League of Legends player, they're all making a couple hundred grand a year, six figures. No shit. So that's for the top guys. Yeah, so like for me and my teammates, we can all make six figure salaries. See, your parents have got to fucking respect that, right? Yeah. At a certain point in time, you know, you go, Mom, do you know what a lawyer makes? <laughs> okay, I make that. So go yeah. tell your fucking friends I'm a lawyer and I get off cool, my back. <laughs> yeah, I had cool-ass parents, luckily. Like, my dad was kind of the reality check, but in a positive way. Like, you realize that this is kind of a volatile career. Like, you're probably going to, like, not... This might not apply to anything after you're done competing. Luckily for me, I've done a lot of little things that I kind of have some connections, but... Yeah. After you're done competing, yeah, assuming done competing, you're going to be done competing. Yeah, assuming you're going to be done, not just addicted to your life. But no, but that's the thing is, uh, yeah, you don't know what it's going to be. But my mom was always like, I credit why I went pro to kind of her being cool with me. Like she would drive me to Las Vegas from San Diego, Arizona, Northern California, because she saw how into it I was. And I was wow. like, and I included her on it. And I think that was a big thing for any of you out there who want to like pursue gaming. You can't just like fucking ignore everything in your life and get bad grades and do all this shit in school you have to like balance stuff right so like i was kind of like a nerd in that sense at a young age i played ice hockey came home did my schoolwork played counter-strike the rest of the night and i told my mom every night who i'm playing with what team what level i'm at and so when i finally said hey mom i can go to this tournament i'm old enough because they had an age limit like you had to be 15. i was like i really want to go and so she started driving me and like pretty soon after i was making a name for myself on the west coast like there's this little kid sounds like a girl he's fucking <laughs> fucking everybody up he's like little munchkin and he's just he's insane at the game individually but obviously you need to be a good team player so everyone kind of spread my name but my mom was yeah right there driving me to these lands i would play we'd get there at like 10 a.m in irvine or something and she would be knitting and hanging out go see a movie come back pick me up at 2 a.m drive me home to san diego <laughs> that's so crazy and, now uh, like starcraft is still a huge game starcraft's awesome is I, that I the biggest game what's no. the biggest game right now it's probably first league of legends then dota and counter-strike us three wow so star Trek, but i star Trek kind of hit a plateau it did like 2012 what was that about i think People got well, bored I with. Yeah, I don't know that exactly why. Just Twitch really blew it up. So Twitch is streaming, right? Like you stream. Twitch blew it up because. So Twitch is a website where people stream videos. Gaming. Yeah, I don't know. So you watch the it's video like, games being like, played. It's like webcam models for gamers, where these guys are making thousands and thousands of dollars an hour just for playing video games. So that's just the other facet. Just playing on Twitch. And you get tips and donations and all this tips. shit. Tips. So you have okay, to show so your ass? yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. How's that right? work? Uh, in some <laughs> cases, some might. Do you uh, squirt? <laughs> on stream there are, there's no squirting man it's been proven it's pee okay so let me circle around all the things you just said okay uh, pee first alright so you, I pee on people in squirting or not R. Kelly once squirting is like the sexual chemtrails that's what it is, is that it's like the people that believe out? in it they won't let it go pheromones it's real. real no it's, it's pee it's, it's pee. proven it's by gushing. scientists I'm pissing my pants no, right now it never existed until a few years ago to this me, is Brian? all wrong all these years all these years let me take women for all these years were holding in their pee and then someone told them they don't have to anymore and they started just squirting. peeing all over guys and calling boom? it squirting that was the baby boom right yeah there. I mean that's exactly what's going on it's kind of the same thing dude it's that shit's funny though yeah on that note, people do a lot of crazy shit for cameras. I started becoming somewhat of a different person when I first started streaming because the chat itself is like like a comedian, right? Like you right. get up there, you get high off the people's energy of like interacting, right, with you. So while you're playing, do you have a separate monitor that has the chat? I have two monitors, two webcams. Two monitors. A studio mic like this one hanging above me. A studio mic while you're playing That's because, like game. I said, I have a high voice. I need to like 
not pierce people's ears. So well, you were saying that before the show. Yeah. You were saying your voice is so high that if you go, what the fuck? Yeah, like I need crazy. to have this mic, otherwise it freak people out. <laughs> but so uh, I don't know how we got to Twitch, but yeah, Twitch is huge. They got bought by Amazon for nine hundred and seventy million dollars. What the fuck, Amazon? What are you doing with your money? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's because it's huge. got... So the League of Legends finals last year had more viewership, I think, than the NHL Stanley Cup and the Rose Bowl combined. Mm. What? It's gonna. It's the It's the future, Joe. It, it, it's gonna, Hold on. So the ad, it's the future. And the, the, future. And the reason then. the ad value is so overwhelmingly valuable is because the interaction, right? Everyone's chatting. They're, they're they're like talking directly to it. When you're on a couch watching a TV, you're like, oh, this commercial's fucking dumb, or oh, cool, Super Bowl commercial. On Twitch, you're like, wow, look at this fucking clown in the commercial. Oh, that's awesome, or that's a cool product, or whatever. But you're typing. Right. So the engagement is there. The stats are there. Literally, I have on my channel, I have one button I click, and I have my demographic, what countries watch me, how many hours they watch. I have all the stats on my page that I can export to my sponsors or whoever supports my page. Whoa, okay. Right Let's go to this fucking website. We have to investigate. Check now, out one of our past ones. Like I, I do, We do one with Kim all the time. Well, let's, let's watch some real players. I want to see some real players. No disrespect Brian <laughs> but I like to see guys who actually know what the fuck they're doing um when you're playing this and you're doing this like what's an average viewer like how many how many viewers average um, do you get I, probably, these... I get like four to five thousand concurrent at a time right four or five thousand is normal my teammate has probably I have a teammate who streams a lot more to me he gets like ten to fifteen thousand okay let's time. watch your game let's watch Counter-Strike so, Counter so this is all the different games that are available that you can yeah, watch you can actually watch poker and music now hold on a second but you can watch poker guys play poker yeah from from their home so you watch people play, play live video tournaments. live video tournaments or yeah so when my buddy Griffin's actually huge at poker That's my buddy Shaguar is his name. He used to be a pro Counter-Strike player. He's up like six million in poker. Okay, and he click on himself. click on one of these and let's see what the fuck goes on. Look how many viewers are. This guy's right this guy's from Poland. Actually, I met him in Poland. Is a while this ago. live right now? Yeah, he's what's the viewers? Three thousand. Jesus Christ! So that's, what's twenty-seven million? What that's is 20 his overall viewership. Fucking Christ! And so this guy is. This is Counter-Strike. So Boy, the the graphics are crude. So it's yeah, it's uh, they're. So that's an AK-47. Hold on, crank his volume up. What is he saying? So, this is two Polish teams. He's speaking Polish. This guy's actually Polish. I've met him when I was in a tournament in Poland. Really? So the, the team on the right, Virtus Pro, is like the, the best team in Poland. They're playing gamers, too, for an online league. So I guess the graphics are not that important, because this is, seems really dated. Older yeah, game. yeah, yeah. Older well, Counter-Strike's like... Compared to the old version of Counter-Strike, this is like a big upgrade. So like, really? that's been the thing with, that's actually kind of made it cool, is that, because the, obviously the crazier the graphics and the physics, the, the gameplay itself is less true. Like you remember playing Quake, how'd that mm -hmm. look, right? Like if Quake was super modernized, I have a feeling that the integrity of the physics would, would go downhill. Yeah, well that was one of the things that people didn't like about the newer games, that the physics changed, like Quake 2 changed, and then Quake 3 became more like Quake 2. So you see the chat on the right, everyone's going nuts. A lot of people like, uh, or Quake 3 rather, became more like Quake 1. Yeah, Quake because everyone brings like their feedback, game. like, oh, Quake 2 did this, I don't like it. What was one. slower? The yeah. thing about Quake 2 is like the movement was slower. But the graphics were better. But then Quake 3 was like sort of the best. Jamie, can you find one of the hot chicks playing Counter-Strike? Yeah. That's, 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 that's the new thing is the cam girls are now becoming gamer girls. And they're, In their they're, free time. Right? Yeah. Really? So that's what I've been training Kim Condom to do and a couple other girls is to, to play games. You're ruining, the, you're ruining the movement, Brian. There's all, these, there's all these girls who are like, we got to stop showing our cleavage and be taken seriously. And I'm like, no, show your cleavage. You'll make money. Yes. No, but yeah, well, how is he ruining the movement then? 
No, I was joking because like he was like bring, pull up on these cam girls. I pull these up, Jamie. Uh, no, okay, so she's cool. She gets shit a lot. This girl, she's from Canada. I've kitty, met her. The kitty plays. So she gets shit a lot because she spends a lot of time interacting and not playing. Yeah. Like people. this. Yeah, like, so she's in there chatting. But she's I've an attention her. whore. She's no, I've no met offense, her. She's cool. Ma'am. Yeah, right. So I've met her. She's a cool person. She just um, likes attention. But she knows she probably makes. I don't know what she makes. This is me just bullshitting. But she at me makes ten to twenty grand a month. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Hold the fuck on. Emma. This girl makes 10 to 20. Let's, let's listen to what she has to say, Jamie. Just talking to the chat. If anyone watching Joe Rogan's stream right now, can you go in yeah. Kitty's chat and say something? Joe there it is. Joe, Joe Rogan is watching. I knew they would. All right. Uh, play so some back. So if you guys want to play with me, this is the best time to come play with me. Um, so we can get a Joe Rogan spam in the chat probably just by saying this. <laughs> I'm sure we can. Twitch.tv slash kitty. There it is. Powerful Joe Rogan. <laughs> so that's why it kind of gets addictive. You see, like, I start streaming and people would be like, so if you scroll down I'll text her. on the page, can you scroll below Do you know her? her? Oh. Jamie? You can text her like you know her as a human being? Could you scroll down and show, like, where it says you can tip? So, right, if you keep going down, it'll say, like, Donate somewhere. Contribute. See, so right there, if you click contribute, click here to make a donation. Any donation of three dollars or more will pop up as a fan letter on the stream. So what people do what? is they donate a hundred dollars to say, "Hey, Kitty, hope you have a great day," or five dollars, or three dollars, or you have a minimum, right? Scroll back so we can see the uh, <clears throat> chat. The chat. Joe, see Joe Rogan. They're going off. Hey, Jordan, Joe Rogan. See everyone's going off. Joe, Joe. <laughs> I love this shit. What is going and what's and what's cool, let's, Joe? Oh, pull on, let's see, let's see so, what she's yeah. saying. And people can subscribe to you, kind of like you know, uh, and you can have like five dollars a subscription. And if you have like a shitload of subscribers every month, yeah. that just hold on, hold on. I can't hear both of you guys at the same time. Yeah. Turn turn her off then. So we can't hear it. What are you saying? So you can subscribe to channels, right? That's one of the, the things that you can do. Uh, like her subscription is uh, $5 to subscribe to her, her channel. What? And so every month that subscription renews. So she has like, I mean, subscription. 10,000 10, 10, people or whatever. That's so what, it's like a fifty thousand a month. <laughs> she makes fifty thousand dollars no, a month. Well, I mean, just doing this. I mean, not her. You also much. split the sub yeah. with the website, so some people get a better deal, but a lot get fifty fifty, so two dollars fifty. She's trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Go back to her. That's me. Olive Garden. Oh yeah, let's get an Olive Garden spam going on. Yeah. Can, can you guys Garden. need to tell Maybe Kitty to do the flashbang dance? Right I don't think he's I, looking at. Oh, he is looking at this. Tell him Jordan says do the flashbang dance. So me and her had a dance off one land, so I'm gonna try to get her to do this dance. I can't do it. Don't. Why am I on it? Mr. Redman. Why am I on it? You're going to get a strongly worded message. Who's going to get a strongly worded message? Me or you? Hi. Hi. We're just tell, explain to this lovely young lady that we're just trying to figure things out. What is that? We can't see that. All right. Let's, let's leave her and go to someone who's actually playing a game. No offense, young lady. But but it's really cool oh, yeah. how that's, this... That's fascinating. And, and what's interesting is that a lot of people, like, uh, are using their Xboxes for, like, uh, to watch Netflix and stuff like that. And Twitch is now on Xboxes, Playstations. It's on uh, uh, Roku now. So people are uh, watching that as TV. I'll go home at the end of the night, not turn on NBC or ABC. I'll just watch somebody play Counter-Strike, fall asleep. Because it's it's it's... I like watching video games, and one of the cool things is like this, 
you even have coaches now, like in in these professional things, and these are just guys that like to okay, watch funny. video games. Who's funny? Which so, guy? Soda Poppin makes. Yeah, this guy. So he's kind of like a. He's just not competitive at all. He just jokes around, but he makes so much money. And what is he playing? What he's game playing is this? He's playing World of Warcraft, I think, right now. See, War of the War. That's this is the game that Duncan had to throw away three different times. <laughs> yeah, more than he that. had to delete it. He broke it. He he like took the discs and snapped them in half, and then went out and bought new ones. I'm done, man. <laughs> Click. So, see, there's three different ways these people make money, right? There's the sub service, the subscription, right? Ad revenue. So he's got eighteen thousand viewers. He probably makes like. 100 bucks an hour on that and then he has donations or whatever so, so this guy in particular had a couple crazy fans from the middle east like prince dudes that gave him like 50 grand each what 35 grand i had one guy from abu dhabi give me 10 grand one time on to my do Twitter. what just to did you have to show your dick no yeah exactly right Play with and we had a private myfreecams.com slash jordan right now no uh he literally was just like he liked the counter-strike scene he gave he gave a polish counter-strike player 30 grand he gave one of my teammates 20 grand were you mad that you only got 10 yeah i was totally pissed i was like yo mode what the fuck what the fuck man Dude, when someone gives you that money, though, you don't really know what to say, right? Joe, someone it's just, like, it's time for you to get back into Quake, Joe. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> but it's, I heard about the addictive. I've, yeah, I have, I, have a, I have addiction issues. I've avoided them with drugs for the most part, although some would disagree. But uh, I, do, I do have them hardcore with games to the point where I, I avoid games. But watching this is this is a totally different animal you these because gifts today, these guys are making money. I can't believe you have a subscription link there. And you click on that, and you can give this cat five bucks a month. Shout out to Soda Poppin. I flew out of home up. Jesus from last Christ, he's him. got ninety-three million fucking views on his channel. Yeah. Oh yeah, and t eighteen thousand people watching right now. That's incredible. Yeah, I was actually teaching a kid uh, who who he's he's only ten years old. I'm friends with. Uh, you're friends with ten year olds. Yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> but uh, he, he, he <laughs> questionable. He well, wants, no, they're the same age mentally. He wants to grow up to be you. Like that's what he wants to do. So like, oh. so I was teaching him how to be a Twitch host, and uh, like me and Jamie would play Grand Theft Auto with him, and he would practice, you know, talking and stuff like that. And it's amazing that this is now <laughs> a job that. Kid pulled UFC, this up. Fear Factor. He pulled us up on. There was an image you pulled up on the screen. That's What's funny. that show that you did a scene in with David Spade? I watched that on YouTube today. Uh, what was it called? Just Shoot Me. Yeah, I did an episode of that. that I watched just it. That an episode. This is hilarious. Hey, fella. This is good for this guy though. So he's making money and he's gonna have he's to just show his tits. He's confused probably. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> well, who is someone else pulling that up in front of him? No, it's him. It's him. Dude, let's okay. just do this all day and go to people's room and freak him out. <laughs> um, so this guy right now is playing this game. Give us a volume so I can hear how this is going on. He's not talking. Let's do it. Okay, he's saying let's do it. So this game you can kind of like lounge. Fear Factor, that's where I know him. And he loved it. That's where I know him from. Fucking Fear Factor. I watched that when I was like 12. <laughs> I'm 15 now. Fucking cow testicles, man. Oh shit. He liked it. He asked. He asked for more. He had no idea. Okay. So this guy is playing these games, and he's just talking, I guess, and that's why people like him. Yeah. I mean, you just—it's like—it's like any personality, right? Like the people, like you've had Phil DeFranco on your thing, right? On YouTube. So like people follow someone and they want to know him. Like right now, I'm doing this podcast. Right. People enjoy to just hear 
behind the story. So for him, sometimes he'll sit there. He does every Saturday night. He does a 24-hour stream all day. He plays 24 every hours every Saturday. Does he jerk off? He probably does prior and after. I would say that's stamina. Does anybody ever jerk off on screen? If they do, they no. take you off of Twitch. Dude, yes and yes. <laughs> yes, and yes. <laughs> yes and yes. It's happened where you some got guy... in trouble. Yeah, I've gotten in trouble a couple yeah. of times. Uh, I was playing Grand Theft Auto when a girl came over and she just started taking off her top and stuff like that, and I forgot that I was twitching because on Xbox Live you could be twitching and you totally forget it's on, and then you fall asleep yep. and you wake up the next day and your camera's still on. Exactly. Oh, so, right. She... People have been watching you sleep like creepers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I've done that Ooh, a few times also. Creepers. Ooh. But I play a different way. I just go in Grand Theft Auto, kill hookers, and try to take pictures of their underwear. Sounds like a great Wednesday night. <laughs> Have you seen the fucking complaints that people said that they, there's a hack in Grand Theft Auto where you could verbally rape some, or you could vi virtually rape someone? Haven't uh, seen that? Where their body freezes, they can't do anything, you get behind them, and you start pumping them. Oh, there's all man. sorts of fucking But people shit. like really upset. Like, you know, this girl was talking about how she felt completely violated because her character was trapped and some guy was... I'm like, isn't that a game where they're allowed to kill you with a fucking crowbar? Like, that doesn't freak you out? But yeah, you're like working for mobsters in that game. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, but <laughs> it's I'm not okay stuff. with the sex, I, but the cocaine that I'm selling to buy this car is cool. <laughs> it's like, all right. So how many people are on this Twitch thing at any given moment? Go back to that. Like, let's see what, like, what's well, so the overall... Well, so all those games are on there. They have, like, more internet traffic than, like, most websites. Like, in, like, they accounted for some huge number, I'm sure you could look it up, of streaming services. Like, it's like them, YouTube, and, like, Netflix. God damn, I'm so out of the loop with this shit. Now, the, I want to see what it's like when you're watching people play poker. Yeah, so they normally have, like, six tables on. It's really down okay, low. Okay, there's poker. Right there, yeah. So you go to poker... And so these guys are just playing video poker. So turn they have like a little. All right, click on that guy right there. I, I don't understand. Three thousand viewers or four thousand viewers almost. It's uh, quite a few, bit less. So quite a bit less people are playing. He has a million views, but quite a bit less than the video games. So way more people want to watch people. Well, this is a gamer's games. website, right? So a lot of mm -hmm. people get residual views because people are just looking around for a gamer. Hmm. Right. Not a lot of people are just casually looking around for a poker player. Now, do you think you could play pool on something like this? Right away, they hit you. <laughs> pool? Like digital? Like No, actual pool. Like, could you have a, set a, camera, a, a camera set up where you could play actual pool? I don't know their rules. Like, if you're a channel who already does other things, and then one day you decide to have a Friday night is pool night, I think you could. I but think you I think you could totally do it. Uh, you you'd could, have to talk to them, yeah, right? Yeah, you'd probably talk to but them. But they don't want you to, like, say, I'm playing Counter-Strike, and then you're playing right. pool seven days a week, obviously. Right. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't Joe want Hogan a lot. Flashbang dance. Joe, Someone cool called video me games. an N-word. How oh, dare Jesus. you, sir? Obviously, the audacity. That's the one I concentrate on. <laughs> I know. You have right to it. So this guy's playing four different games at a time. A lot of those yeah. video game poker dudes, the real aces, they do that, right? Yeah, they have and they have a program to keep track of the hands everyone's been playing like on their table and stuff. You pay for it. Because these wow. guys are playing, they're making good money, you know, playing poker four tables a day. Right, and he's, so this cat at a time. Uh, is playing, he, he's playing four different games at the same time where he's making money on these games or losing money, yeah. gambling. Gambling, yeah. Now, is that legal again? Like, how's that work now? Because I know poker, like, they were, for a while you could play it out of Vegas, but you had to play people in Vegas. Online, I think it's something to do with like Canada. Okay, so this guy wrote, "Poker is new to Twitch, but it's growing rapidly." Some poker celebrities, Daniel Negrano, mm-hmm, who's been streaming, Jason Somerville. Oh, okay, so it's a new thing. Yeah, it's relatively new. It's a new, new addition. They also added music recently, like DJ Steve Aoki. 
He like plays put, video. No, he puts a GoPro up on stage and then he does his set at a club uh-huh. and streams it. Yeah, from Twitch. From Twitch. Kevin Bruin does it. But that's not a video they game. They added music oh. as well as poker. So like if they, I feel like this. I feel like people would be stoked to have you on Twitch like as I, a podcast. I could totally connect you with those people too. From dude, Twitch. we'll do it. Yeah, why not? I mean, we do Ustream. I'm saying he, I know his new. What did you say? You got the new TriCaster. You could do like dude, six we're streams. Dude, Can we do Ustream and Twitch at the same time? Mm-hmm. Oh yes, we can, folks. All right, we'll do it. Yeah, <clears throat> I'll totally connect okay. you with those people. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, uh, uh, Kevin Pereira has a stage at his new studio, and he'll have like concerts, and he'll be playing the drums and stuff on Twitch now. And no shit. And he, how many people are watching? Uh, a lot. Kevin has a full studio where he does gaming, uh, and on one he does podcasts. Right, does but how many people watch when he's like you know, playing I drums? I haven't and watched shit. it. I just he just huh. told me about it. Okay, let's see some other uh, video games. Let's see what else we got here. You know, this is fascinating, man. This is a completely new world to me. Jamie, will you show him Call of Duty? So this is kind of professional, but not really professional. You're an entertainer. Right. But you, you're playing and you're making money. Like I'm a part-time streamer because I still compete. See, I think the, the genius of this is the whole donation thing. The genius of this is getting people to donate and the, the fact that these guys can... So how else can they make money? They can make well, money by donating. you have a subscription donating. service, right? Subscription. So that's, the, like, that's like you could rely on your salary. If you have 2,000 subs consistently and it fluctuates. And it's always four ninety nine. Well, some people negotiate, I think, to six, but you split that. So, like, the you average person it. gets 50%. I okay. get 70%. The top you? people get, like, 90%. Like, there's guys that have a shitload of subs, and they play all day. Wow, so they, they get 90%? So this guy named Lyric, or uh, $4 out of the five, I don't know. Uh-huh. That's uh, 80%. Right. And, uh... Um, he get, he has like around ten thousand subs as of last month, so that's automatically forty grand a month he's making. Jesus, just from his subs and then donations. That's fucking. That's a half a million dollars a year. Oh yeah, he makes over a half a million dollars a year. <laughs> that's I'm sure. incredible. That the, is, a, and he's doing that all on t- on Twitch while getting his bachelor's in computer science. That's amazing. Actually, fuck I think yeah. he just graduated. Congratulations, Larry. dude. Fuck yeah. So that guy doesn't even have to be the best of the best. No, that's and that's the thing is the entertainment value. Yeah. Wow. Interact, Look at his fucking numbers. 81 million people have watched him. He's, he's not even on right now. There's people in his chat room. Just oh, chatting. my God. 81 million. Becomes, that is fucking incredible. Yeah, your chat becomes like a community home for people. So they literally oh, will hang out in there. I see. And you could, like, you have all these little emoticons. See how it's got, like, a little cat face? That's his icon. You could paste all sorts of dumb little things. And wow. It becomes, like, a fun way for people to... They'll be in someone else's chat, and they'll spam my emoticon. Like, Mm. Nothing. That's fucking incredible. Uh, now I'm now I'm really intrigued. It's interesting because they really took the formula from porn. You know how porn always starts off first, and mm-hmm. they always invent it first, and then they moved it into like having the donations in the chat mm-hmm. room and all that My stuff. My free camp. My free camp. But it, the hot girl thing is huge. So that's why I've been trying to get all the girls on here to do it, uh, playing video. You're games. pimping them out, bro. I like it. Yeah. It's a good move. It's, well, it's it's a career now. Like these girls, like especially porn stars, when they get to an end of their porn star life, they're like, "What am I going to do now? I have no job." Start playing Mario Brothers. I'm sure you can fucking make <laughs> read a book, ho. <laughs> Here's the dictionary. So let's go to another one, Jamie, because this is uh, interesting. This li- lyric guy, I like that. I love yeah. what he's doing. So how did that guy get so big? Why is he so big? Um, some of it's a domino a snowball. Is he a killer effect. player? 
uh, he plays all sorts of games. And he's got a radio voice. So let me see before you. To, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go to. I want to see what other games are available. Yeah, this is Grand Theft Auto. So he's got a radio voice. Oh, I'm just, the lyric. He actually doesn't even have a webcam. It blows my mind how popular he is without even a camera. It's so nobody screen. knows what he looks like. Well, they do because he's shown up at a couple like conventions. Oh, and, and so they take pictures of him. We know him now. Yeah, they know him now. Exactly. Shows up with a fucking one of those Guy Fox masks. Yeah. Um, let's see. Scroll down. Call of Duty. Poker. Call. What is H1Z1? That was made by Sony. It's like a survival zombie. Like it's like a shitty version of Grand Theft Auto. You run around zombies? and it's like a mass world. Okay, this is a game I've never heard of. How many people are watching this cat when he's playing? He's a new partner. Only thousand, yeah. Which oh, is but, pretty good for like an average person. They're yeah. gonna be able to turn that into like a moderate small day job and not have to. And work he's got two hundred and seventy-seven thousand views. Instead of working at Starbucks, you're a low-level Twitch streamer. Right. Yeah. So okay, this guy's probably making a couple grand a month, maybe a thousand bucks a month. He's got a subscriber button, so yeah, maybe if he's working hard every. So maybe a play it pays for his rent. There you go. Yeah. Wow. And so this is a weird game where it's a third-person thing, and you're running around, you're fighting zombies, and he's. Okay, this is a stupid game. Yeah. Boring. All right, um, what else Theft we got? Auto. Scroll down. But I want, I want to see what games are available, not just Grand Theft Auto. Every single game is available. Every, do you have Quake on here? Yeah. Let me see that. Go to that. You can pretty much play any single game. People, Diablo, it, Jesus it's only, Christ. But only if people are playing the game will yeah. it be here. Yeah. So, like, sure. Quake I love. I, I, could, I should text my Quake friends right now. It's a dead game, huh? Yeah, but I love watching Quake. I, I went to QuakeCon a couple times in Texas. Oh, it's incredible. Half-Life's still available, huh? No, keep scrolling. Let's you see. can also type Quake in the top left yeah. and see if that pops up. A lot of weird games I've never even heard of. Yeah. I mean, how does someone even create a new game now when these people get so addicted to the chess? Yeah, yep, chess. Is video chess? Is that what it is? Yeah. I like how chess is like a wizard. Everyone else is like a young kid. Remember chess Battle Chess? Like an old wizard. <laughs> big battle Chess? Battle Chess, where it was oh, like... they would box? Battle Chess. Where, they, where they, they were like fighter. It was like a game that uh, was for like early computers. And it was chess, but the guys would be knights. And they would be animated. And they would like cut the other person in half. Yeah, I, I grab that, that hot water from you? Oh, yeah. Tea. Oh, yeah. Technology all over the place. Playing Quake Live. There, yeah. that, that was it. Oh, but can you watch the video? Team Deathmatch. Team Deathmatch. Team Deathmatch. So is that what this is? Yeah, this is. We're gonna stream. watch a, a stream. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. See, like this, the graphics are quite a bit better in this than they are on the Counter Strike. But even this is old. This is Quake Three. Dude, I love this shit though. My favorite tournaments to watch back in the day were like the Painkiller Quake, Unreal Tournament. Well, what's interesting to me, you know, these games, they, it seems like you get hooked on one and that one game becomes your shit, but then you run the risk of being left behind because then new games come yeah. out. So I think the more legitimate thing esports gets, obviously there's more interest for the game developers to keep their game lasting, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas in the past it was like, buy the new game, how are we going to make money? We need to come out with a new game so people buy it. But now there's way more ways for them to make money. So in Counter-Strike, you could change the way your AK-47 looks now. You could put a blue dragon decal on it, and you pay $5 for that decal, or $30, or $2, or depending on how rare the decal is. And that is used to crowdfund for them to make money and for us to have tournaments. So Valve now, the creators of Counter-Strike, hosts a quarter-million-dollar tournament like every couple months 
from the money they get from the microeconomy they created for Counter-Strike. God, this is insane. That's why League of Legends was so big right now. They sell these trinkets and garbs and things for your character, and they make like $50 million a month or whatever. The world of video know. games. Don't quote me on that. But I, 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 I get yeah. your point. The world of video games is so, it's so interesting. It's so alien to me. But I had no idea it was this deep and involved. It's grown a lot with websites like Twitch really combined. How many of them are there besides Twitch? That no, Twitch dominates that realm. There's like Hitbox, MLG TV, Major League Gaming TV, uh, Zubu TV. There's a couple, but no one really has the reach that Twitch has. Um, somebody just wow. said that Kevin Pereira is twitching right now while playing a video game. Okay, go to Kevin Pereira. Uh, he's twitch.tv slash the attack. Yeah, let's see if this works. Okay, let's see. Not a oh. hero and other stuff with Alex. This is Kevin? Yep, this is Kevin right now. Okay, crank up the volume. Pro, pro, pro. Who's Kevin? I'm sorry, I don't know this. Kevin Pereira was the host of Attack of the Show on the G4 network. He's a very bright man. And he has beautiful complexion and excellent bone structure. <laughs> Look at that jawline. Boom! That's the one cop that they dispatched because they shot that dude in the face so much. He's got a partner. Oh, he's only got a couple hundred viewers. Headshot, like bitch. Logs. Oh, he's got okay, a shotgun. Don't let him use that on you. Oh, sorry, bud. He only has a couple of hundred viewers because he just got on, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. watching you now, Kevin. Oh, they're saying Joe's watching now. Hi, Kevin. Oh, hi, Joseph hey, Rogan. Joe. Hi, hi, fella. Joseph Rogan and Brian Redband. And, Wait, we and, should go back to his stream, right? And, uh, and uh, was it C9? Pro gamer guy? Hey. See, he knows. Hi. <laughs> gamer guy? What a weird yeah, world we, we live in, huh? Respect for the CSGO community. <laughs> Kevin's so funny. Hello, kind sir. So is that Kevin's um, studio that we're looking at in the corner? Yeah, this is uh, man cave. This is one part of his studio. This is where he does all his Twitch gaming and stuff and his podcast. The first thing wow. you think of in all these rooms is like, where do they rub one out? Like, what part of the room? Like for well, you. he's gonna have he's, he's, tra <laughs> he's flipping the script on us. <laughs> you motherfucker! Oh shit! All right, how can we do this? Let's enter the matrix. We can somehow. So, wait, so now we're now we're gonna. There's a lag though, unfortunately. It's probably like seven to ten seconds. Yeah. Look at that! He just opened the floodgate of racist. <laughs> I know everybody. It's always racist stuff. It's always racist stuff for some reason. How do you how do you subs only? Subs, oh, uh, subscribers. Uh, slash subscribers. There we go. Oh, I'm not logged in. Are you logged in? Joe Rogan wants to see the studio. Are you logged in? Yeah, I want to see your studio. Joe, the studio. Oh, how cool. This is getting way confusing. This is so bizarre. This is like two mirrors facing each other. Ooh, nice Shiracha shirt, yeah. sir. Uh, get that at Target. Oh, Kevin Pereira with a so dope studio. Right, can, we go, can we go full screen? Go full screen on the cam. Look at that. Hey, Kevin, we're finally oh, sure. getting to hear you now. Here's a studio. Yeah, like that. You want that, JR? Oh, this is dope. Want that experience? This is yeah. You want that experience? Podcast table. Oh, nice. Uh, Alex, and then what well, we all hey, show in the band room, but I don't even know how we get out there. The band room. All right, all right. Can you sprint? And so this is a place he's <laughs> renting. They need yeah. like a USB extension cord. Walk me. Look at this. This is hilarious. Boy, this is so bizarre. Watching Kevin. Oh, he's doing it. Hey, upstairs. I want to yeah. see your dick. Hey, get out of there. <laughs> so we're watching Kevin Pereira and it's the attack on on Twitch. We'll get it going. I see you're hearing too far in. Los looks bro as fuck today. Backwards hat. Los broed out. Wow, this is very strange. 
Joe, just wait. I'm going to give you the... Kevin, we're finally getting to hear you now. Here's a studio. Wow, this is interesting. <laughs> Oh, so he's <laughs> now he's got it. That is freaking me out. Look, wow. now we got the head bar on bar. Now it's bar them bar. watching <laughs> us watching them. This is fucking is strange. I think we can time travel somehow. Right I think now. we just did. Look what we're doing here. We're showing his dick again. Oh, Jesus, no. we're back to his double dick. Right Joe's got a full head of hair. What's good? This is all so bizarre. It's like the mailbox or whatever that movie was. My voice just got deeper. <laughs> so this is Kevin's studio, and he plays video games out of here as well? Yeah, this is his Twitch room and his podcast room on this hey, side. And then on the other side, he has... Oh, jeez, there's got four... Oh, let's see. Which one's real now? I don't even know which one's real. Wow. The one on the lower right-hand corner is real-time. The one okay. on the left is, like, what he's getting from us on Ustream. So the left one is the Ustream one because it's a delay, and the one on the lower right is real time. Wow, this is crazy. He's got a sweet setup, man. Yeah. Again, he's going to show his dick. Oh, Jesus Christ. Three dicks. It's the same thing, though, <laughs> over and over again. Now there's like, now why is there three different levels in the bottom? I don't know. So does he have a bunch of employees or something? Who oh, yeah. He's got, he's got a full staff over there. I mean, what they are they have doing? A, a receptionist. They're, they play video games and live the life. But why does he why <laughs> have a receptionist? <laughs> What's the receptionist there for? Uh, just to play video games and stuff like that. So, so here's, here's his, one, his second room. So this is like where he plays pinball foosball. And, and foosball. It's a bunch of couches. This also has a humongous green screen on the side. Here's his kitchen area, which is like a Whoa. bar in the middle. Here's his bar. Here, you can just turn it up. Whoa. Yeah. So this You're is like... His well, Joe has a pool table. Look at this. Drink of whatever poison you'd like. <laughs> wow, he has oh, a bar. This is the best room right Through here. Here. Well, okay. This is really fascinating. Oh, and Kevin, it's a whole recording Steve. studio <laughs> set up. He's not messing around. And whatnot. Oh my awesome. God, his place must be huge. It is. And these walls fold out. Show him the walls. Because we have issues. Uh, and then the uh, loungy sort of hangout area. We can also unlatch yeah, these big that. barn doors here and push them out. They just push out. And then we have a room for like 150 people. So, so he has shows there. Yeah, he has live shows, concerts and stuff. We'll Invites his friends and fam fans. Touch dicks. We can dance. Wow. This is crazy. Kevin Pereira is taking it to the next level. Damn. Wow. So he has all these people that work for him. Like, how is he outside. generating revenue? Do you have a doing laptop this? right now? Twitch, baby. <laughs> really? Twitch, yeah. podcasting, all They've this stuff. They've got some other shows they do and some productions they do for yeah. other companies. And they have a whole production company. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, tell Kevin I said thanks. Pretty dope. Wow, this is amazing. He's got like 10 fucking people working for him. Oh, yeah. That, this is so strange. Kevin took it to the next level. That's pretty badass. Yeah, he took what we did and went like five steps beyond. Mm. One step beyond. See, that's wow. the problem, though, is uh, when you start showing where you live. Yeah. That's the one other side of things. Mm. We've had bad experiences with that. What yeah. have you had? Like swatting? Oh, I fucking hate that. Mm. Swatting's not There's good. a pretty funny video of actually on YouTube of them clearing my room with like 
Rifle. Oh, so you guy. that actually happened with you? That was you. Right? Oh, right. Oh. So while you were playing a game, someone called the SWAT team on well, you. Well, it started. What the fuck? It started these, something else. I started damn people, kids. People ordering me pizzas at first, and like oh. shit, not paying for them, right? So they wouldn't pay for them. I'd get a bunch of pizzas. Sorry, guys. Here's a couple bucks. You wasted your time. Can I have that pizza? <laughs> but uh, they would leave. Fire trucks. Then would next. Like, oh, they said your house is burning down. Obviously. It's not. Oh god! And then, like a like a month later, I'm just chilling. And this uh, is you. So yeah, I'm in my room right here. I see my dad out front walk down the street. I was like, I heard an alarm, but it's not loud now. So what's going on? I said, guys, I'll be right back. I was playing the game. And uh, this is like t 20 minutes later. Oh my god! So there's a pretty <clears throat> funny edited version. I don't know if this is the one. So they don't know. Yeah. Right now that this isn't real. No, I even told them because they're about to come in with the canine units I was like, yeah, hey, there's a couple of cats in there. Can you just chill on the canine units? They're like, We're looking for dead bodies. We can't adhere to like what you want. I was like guys You're getting pranked right now. Like, look me up on YouTube while you guys are storming the house like you're getting pranked Like I have no so you had to tell them that they're getting pranked. Well, someone Jesus called Jesus Christ They're coming in with yeah. fucking guns and they had me and my dad in handcuffs on the end of the No bus. way so you were handcuffed. So, so someone called and said I had murdered my neighbor and oh, had someone else hostage God. And they called through like a proc DNS or whatever and or you know uh, what do they call it a VPN so you can't trace where they call from so did you give out your address online funny. or did someone Google someone uh, they I guess my someone found my Skype username and then traced the log for all the calls that are where they calls most frequently from and they, they just like triangulated wow. my house IP address and then they did something called doxing where they get everything about my house and my personal info that's amazing yeah. yeah, that's a real issue, right? With the the swatting, I've seen that on TV a bunch of times. Well, like real celebrities, that I suppose is like a big issue because it happens mm -hmm. all the time. Little things like this. I don't God, even like saying damn. that word. For me, all I had to do was <laughs> after I just talked to the police chief, I was like, guys, this happened a couple of times. Like, please don't respond like this again. Like, here's my number. Right, but then what if somebody wants to murder you? So what they do is they so they have to send you. one guy. At they least. have to. So, so they say every time, yeah. but someone could just do this all day long. So they put a little asterisk, they said, near my house address, and they have a message for their crew. <laughs> it's a little protocol now. Wow. That would be scary as fuck, man. Okay, let's get out of this. That would be scary as fuck. Yeah, well, to be honest, I actually knew what was happening right away. So it wasn't I, scary. So my dad was kind of tripping out, but I walked out to see what was going on, and right when I opened my front door, I, as you saw, I was in like a tank top and shorts. But if you had a dog, they could have shot your that's dog. What, that's what, and I've talked about that to friends. I would have been so fucking furious if any animal of mine was killed, but luckily... My Rottweiler, daddy. No, no dogs there. My Rottweiler wasn't there. But that's not normal. Like so a lot of times, people have the dog inside the house. Well, and like if they come inside, they'll yeah. just shoot your dog. Yeah, and they'll kick down the door. So, like I said, luckily oh they God. they were at the end of the block when I walked out, and I looked, and I see all these guys behind bushes and tree lines with M16s pointing at me. I was like, oh, fuck, douchebags. God I don't have a damn, gun. man. Pranked, and I don't give a shit. Walk down the center of the street. I'm like, cool. I'm doing it. <laughs> oh my good. God. Yeah. But yeah, wow. that, that's the worry is like, what if no one was home? I'm home alone. I have my dog. I'm chilling at my apartment. And right. they come up and fucking blow my window in, kick down the door. Whoa, whoa, they see me bang. like they maybe they see my expression like surprised or angry because I just died in the game. Or I say, hey, bomb down, bomb down. And, I'm, and then they're at the they're at the door behind me while I'm communicating that to my teammates. They bust in the door and fucking club me over the head or something. How often does this happen? A lot. A so lot. there is another video, actually, someone online who got more surprised where he realized he was being swatted. He's like. Yeah, I've oh seen shit! That. People are clearing my house. I think I'm being swatted, and they yeah. kind of like do that. I've whole seen deal. that. Yeah. I've seen a few of them. Now, uh, there's no way they can stop that. I mean, how could they stop that right now with current technology? Well, like I said, only once it's happened at that address. They have they have a protocol then about 
don't Jesus it happen fucking again. Christ. One of the kids who supposedly did it to me got caught, and they caught him because he did 18 different swatting. He's from <laughs> Vegas, a 19-year-old kid from Vegas. <laughs> he's sentenced to five years. Oh, my God. He's doing jail time. Oh, yeah. Because he's 19. Oh, oh, my God. It's the same type of kids who do those denial of service attacks. It's mm -hmm. a big problem in gaming. You know the DDoS. Oh they, yeah. They, they flood your internet. They mm -hmm. could if they drive here. Now I'm sure they're trying yeah, to fuck your show. Yeah, we've had it before. Yeah. It's like I try to picture the person that like what kind of like gang initiation of nerds and they're all like circle jerking in like some kind of like tech lab dungeon. You're gonna like, call their fury, dude. Right now, you're you're calling them. Yeah, I gotta it's like stop. saying Candyman, Candyman. I know. Candy. It's like talking about Fortune right, or something stop. right now. Change the topic. <laughs> Let's talk about Fortune. What's your favorite flavor pizza? It's just fascinating to me that we're in this weird world where all this stuff is kind of going on at the same time. Like the inter the, inter the interaction of this Twitch stuff. Go back to that Twitch uh, website again. I find this the most fascinating because this seems to me to be almost better than professional gaming like being good at it it seems like what you need to do is be like that lyric guy and just be kind of yeah. entertaining like what is that guy's skill level he's like really keep scrolling down and see what other games they have the decision between being a streamer and a pro gamer is mostly pride right like you pride. compete and you want to win and be right. considered good at something right and you what's creative and you travel around a lot what's that what's creative oh that's just creative oh drawing people drawing Come on, they have video games of someone drawing. No, it's go. just people drawing. Yeah, Asian. go there. Let's see this. Mind occupied. How many people are watching this like guy draw? 30. 30 people. He's got 59. There's a game development one, too. People watch people. This actually games. got a guy's a talented artist. Yep. So you get to watch him draw. And is he drawing in Photoshop? Is that what's going on? Or is he taking close to it? Hmm. Like the popularity of Periscope is based on the same formula. Also, everyone having their own TV shows, subscribing mm -hmm. to his feedback, chat rooms, all this stuff is the future. Now, he's doing this with a Wacom, like one of those tablets. Yeah, this is Photoshop. Drawn. Yeah, using Wacom. You can just broadcast yeah. anything from your computer almost. It's just a matter of if they're going to allow you to put it on their service. This guy's yeah. chat is bullshit. Let's storm this guy's chat. It's 28 people. Yeah, everyone blow up the chat. <clears throat> well, they haven't heard us yet. There, there it goes. Go. Bam. It takes like 15 seconds. <laughs> there and the viewer it is. count won't update either. Your whole right chat, away. son. So you might have 500 in there, but it won't refresh yet. Ask for permission before posting a link. Purge. Yeah, you can't put racism. There. There's some weird things you can oh my do God, racism again. Racism again. But that's, <laughs> he didn't say the N-word because he uses the number one instead of an I, so it's okay. Yeah, you have to do the filter. Wow, wow. this is uh, this N word thing is rude. Hi, Can someone please call me a spick or maybe even a chink? Because <laughs> I'm just uh, tired of the N word. That's one thing that's weird about the gaming community <clears throat> with like Xbox Live or online chat or anything. It's just racist. Uh, like there's no. There's no, like, everyone's a racist on Xbox Live. So, because it's forbidden, right? Now, let me ask you this. What was your take on this whole Gamergate thing? Did that affect you at all? Or are you like, what are you nerds fighting over? And for I, folks who don't know what Gamergate was, you know, it's it, it kind of started out as some sort of a fight over online journalism and became something about feminism and social justice warriors and all kinds of craziness. Yeah, that was honestly. I don't even know the whole story. I heard. I only heard about it partially because people were talking about the female side of things, and I remember a lot of the companies I worked with. Immediately, I saw a change in the direction of marketing. They're like, put females on all of our adverts, like, because, really? Because they wanted to be like, we support female gamers. Whoa, don't, whoa, don't whoa, us. whoa! Really? Yeah. So, patronizing. Yeah, I don't need to say specific companies but i saw a lot of these esports companies like instead of having a guy wearing the gaming headset it was a girl now like by the way like we do like gamers like or girl gamers rather 
So their response to it was to say that they're supportive of female gaming. Yeah, and supporting girl streamers on Twitch. And the stuff. whole thing was just so bizarre because it all happened out of one gal was banging some dude who was a video game. Yeah, I actually don't game. know the whole story. I never really researched it Nobody knows much. it. It's legendary. It's, it's like the story of Jesus. There's like a bunch of different versions of it. You know, some of them go all the way back to Thor. <laughs> it's the whole thing. It's very strange. It's it's very strange when you have these these little satellite communities and they branch off and they they do battle with each other. Yeah, I tried to watch one of those two minute videos that explained everything, and I couldn't even figure it out from that. Like, I tried. <laughs> I couldn't. I just couldn't tolerate it. It was just so nonsensical. But uh, it was like a lot of it just seemed like, you know, it, it seemed like there was a lot of bullshit on both sides. You know. So you didn't even pay attention, like the hardcore gamers, like you're like so yeah. insulated deep in the hive that you didn't even hear the rumbling outside. Uh, yeah, my managers, yeah, exactly. My managers from like the, the I play on a team called Cloud9, they were talking about it because it was like their sponsors discussed with them about what it was, but I didn't hear about it until after it happened. I was like, wait, what, what was this thing? Oh, like. What were you trying to say, Jamie? The drawing went offline. What? It, it, everyone in the chat made him go offline, basically. Oh. <laughs> oh. He's angry. His mind's no longer occupied. He's not now he has 319 people watching, though. Yeah. <laughs> I killed his stream. There's a, there's a cool video on YouTube. I don't know, Singularity Jamie. Singularity is happening. <laughs> I, I can send you this video. Somebody just sent me of somebody getting robbed while twitching. So they're twitching, and then in the background, you see them getting robbed. Like someone stealing things from yeah. their house? Yeah, here, Jamie. I, I, oh, so that, that girl, right? I just sent it to So you. they're playing, and behind them, people are stealing things? Yeah, it's a girl. A pretty cute girl, it looks and like. And she doesn't even know? Yeah, Maybe people yeah. do stuff like that. How many people are faking things like that just to get people to watch them? Yeah. Okay, so we're kind of getting off track here. Um, so this Twitch thing seems like a, a viable source of revenue, yeah. obviously. Cause it's but if you bank on that, sort of the same thing as like your dad was saying. Like, this is a volatile industry that you're entering into here. The one thing I will give people who go big on Twitch, though, is as you see, like, Lyric, he doesn't necessarily have a marriage to one game. So when a new game comes uh, out, his following is just like, fuck it, go play that game and we'll be entertained. So that's the benefit. And that's why I have dabbled in streaming. I'm not a full-time streamer, but I could pay my bills with streaming. And I go on there and I try to stream when I don't have, like, a big tournament coming You could out. pay your bills with streaming. Wow. That is fucking crazy. So you could just, for a goof, you could say, oh, you know, like, some people have, like, a little side job. Like, that. your side job could be streaming and that could, like, pay for your rent. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and the cool thing is, obviously, it's your own hours. It's being an Uber driver or something. Exactly, but way more money than an Uber driver. Yeah, well, and the tips. Uber drivers don't get donations. Yeah, you don't get ten grand from some dude in Dubai. Exactly. Wow, that is amazing. Now, this is a world that I just was not aware of. And so girls do it, and they do it because like hot girls can do it, and they don't even have to be good at games. Right. But there's all the, there's a huh. lot of girls who like because there's not a lot of girl pro gamers like in Counter Strike. Like I don't know the answer why. This is always a discussion. Like why aren't there more girls at the top? Because they're out there looking for dick. Exactly. <laughs> so that's one side of the argument. <laughs> yeah, and we're looking for uh, girls. You could argue that the guys aren't looking for girls, right? That are well, they are, but they've given up. I mean, they are, but they're like, let's be realistic. Games so, are here and they're fun. So you have the girls that on on stream that try to like not portray that sexiness because they want to be taken more seriously. Right. So they purpose they'll have a hoodie on and they're. Mm, game yeah, there's a lot of that, right? And I don't. It's one thing. Like I understand. Like there's this one girl. Her name's Casey Tron, and she makes fun of the whole thing. She's got big boobs as it is, but she pushes him up, has the camera, like, angled in on it, and she constantly says, like, stupid shit and, like, makes 
like sexual innuendos all the time and like just different joke on her stream because she wants to embrace the chaos that is the Twitch chat and just kind of right. And how did then what kind of like numbers does she get? I mean, she definitely it's definitely a full time job for her. She can make money. Wow. So you could you could actually make what a lawyer name. makes or so, a doctor yeah, makes yeah. quarter million dollars. Yeah. Blank that thing. is so crazy. I. I don't know why this is so surprising to me. The TV networks are shitting their pants because of things like this Twitch. Because the net, you know, more people are watching video games now than they are watching TV. Is that true? Yeah. Really? Yeah, but there's a lot of channels, man. There's 250 channels just on Direct TV or something like that. More than that, probably, right? Yeah, but most of these games, like, they're getting way more viewers per day than an episode of. Grey's Anatomy nowadays. Well, so I saw this thing about the Ultimate Fighter, you know, uh, the, the the UFC show, the reality show, mm -hmm. where somebody was saying that the, I don't know if this is true, but the Ultimate Fighter only had 246,000 people watch uh, one of the episodes, which is just, mm -hmm. I mean, that's way less than we get for a podcast. That's like, normal. That's normal. Nowadays. That's normal for Twitch. What are you saying? It's normal nowadays for the low numbers on TV, on cable. But it's not, because that, that's like way lower than what it's been before. Well, when, like, as an example, there's a show that's on uh, one of these, like, Oxygen Networks or something like that at uh, 10 p.m. On, uh, on a Tuesday. What would you think the numbers are for that 10 p.m. on a Tuesday on an Oxygen Network show? Just, I don't know how will they even can figure that out, man. Can you figure that out? You can more so nowadays, I think, than you used to be able to, because nowadays those numbers of the cable companies are sold to. Yeah, that data is all. That's all data is shared and sold. Right, but that's the, the the question is how do they know? Like, well, the it used to be. You can monitor all that, obviously, right? I don't know. It used to be Nielsen ratings. It used to be you have to have a Nielsen box on your television. <laughs> that's old school. Shit. Yeah, and then I think they still use that though. My. I don't think they're. They know when people watch a DVR show within 24 hours, like that's added into it. A DVR show. So they, they have to be monitoring your DVR box but to know if you have watched it. You know? My DVR, though, but that is, is that watching it live? Can they figure Sometimes that out as well? it's added into that live number, so yeah. they'll give you right, 24 but they don't, hours. And... But they don't add that into the ratings. Like if you watch television ratings, that's not included in the ratings. Like if you see like um, Big Bang Theory, if that's the number one show, they don't factor in DirecTV. I don't believe they and do. I, I think it just depends on which what day you're looking at it. They might wait yeah. two more days and they'll give you the updated facts with. Yes, yeah. but just like I have numbers on Twitch, I imagine all these channels have access to that. Well, that was the debate. The debate, though, in television was whether or not to include the DirecTV numbers because DirecTV numbers were different than the numbers they were getting off of regular television. Well, also, as many people watching the television together, is there five people watching one screen? you got to talk right into that, dude. Oh, yeah, it's closer. Is there, is there five people watching one screen, right? That's like the, that's obviously the right. variables. On, on a computer, you have to fill out info when you make a Twitch account, which makes it that much more valuable. All the info is like age-based. They know how old you are. Uh, Oh, okay. Here it goes. Netflix they don't ratings. Share it. Netflix won't share it. They won't tell you. They don't need to tell you. They're like, "Fuck you." We're Netflix, bitch. Well, yeah. Internally, they obviously have all the. Well, they have seventy million people on Netflix now, paying seven bucks a month. Motherfucker More than that, motherfuckers. I think. I think it's just seventy million. Well, Jamie, you can find. It's that. like Hulu seven. Don't know if they share that either. No, I think they, they do. Yeah. yeah how many people are on Netflix? Um, so how many people are watching House of Cards? Do no, they don't even tell you. Hmm. Hmm. They don't know. Find out how many people are on Netflix. 
Uh, I think it's 70 million. So yeah, this Ultimate Fighter, episode four of last week's Ultimate Fighter only did 286,000 views. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's like a big, that's like a Counter-Strike tournament nowadays. <laughs> Is that really a Counter-Strike tournament? That's what you would get? Well, the last major we had over a million concurrent. Fucking Christ. Yeah. A million watching at the same time. My God. That's amazing. And League of Legends and those ones are monstrous, too, because they have weekly events this size. That is unbelievable, man. We are living in strange, strange times. They, they awesome times, right? 40 million domestic subscribers. 40 million domestic, yeah. but worldwide. Doesn't, I think worldwide they said it was 70. I'm looking at a Forbes article with it. Mm. But even that, 40 million domestic at 7 bucks a month. Hoo-hoo, so, they so, got cash, baby. So the one side to Twitch ads, or the one downside to Twitch ads is that ad block right mm -hmm. on chrome so like some ads don't get shown so that doesn't go towards the counts per millennia the cpm or whatever that rate you get per thousand viewers so on obviously on a tv sh uh, tv box you can't turn off the commercial you could switch the channel mm -hmm. but online you could literally like disable the ad so that you're always watching the streamer because i could run an ad every eight minutes some people don't want to see the ad they just want to watch jordan right so i when i run a commercial i try to make an effort to like, leave the room so people aren't encouraged to turn off ad block so there's nothing going on during my commercial so your commercials are scheduled no nope, eight minutes i have a dashboard i could run a 30 60 90 120 150 second commercial and how does that work you get a piece of the ad yep so per every thousand viewers i get a rate like three to five dollars per commercial I run. so if i have four thousand viewers and i run a commercial at prime hours that's 30 seconds i'll get like 20 bucks or something for like a couple thousand viewers so you could run for an hour that's 80 bucks an hour or whatever but they have to be they still have to tune into it yeah they have to be tuned in that's that's like live action like sometimes if i'm having a really funny stream and everything there's a bunch of cool shit happening i don't want to like interrupt with an advert like it's a commercial right right but if i'm just playing a game and i'm like all right guys i'm gonna go take a piss uh get some food a snack really quick and i'm gonna run a two-minute commercial but i try to never interrupt the action and these two-minute commercials they use tra trailers for movies like what uh, is yeah it? so it draws from a random uh, rotator that that that's how Twitch makes also their money. So these companies pay Twitch maybe ten grand to run their ad for okay. this Friday. So you don't get to choose. You, nope. you couldn't say like, "Hey, I'd like to have a Chevy ad right now." But no. But what I can do is have advertisers pay me directly and run their pre rolls as my stream and never run a commercial through Twitch. Or do an internal uh, advertisement exactly, inside the yeah. show like what we do. Yeah, exactly. Or could you have product placement? Like, exactly, look, yeah. you know what goes good with gaming? Coca-Cola. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's what I'm doing. When I play on my stream, I have my sponsor's headphones on. I have their keyboard. Their and mouse. they pay you monthly or Well, those annually? are the people who support me to fly to like Europe and all over the world each right. month. I just got back from London this weekend. That's, you know, big event. Samsung. Get away from me. So, yeah, so, I, so, I'm, uh, so I have two phones, right? I have to deactivate my iPhone because I got sponsored by HTC recently. Oh, you had to deactivate your phone? Because well, now I still you have, have to... it because I have an unlimited data plan, so I've been resisting. But I have the new HTC M9, which I use for everything else. Aside I didn't from, like, even know the M9 was out. Just came out. When? A um, week ago? Yeah, I think I got it like right as before. It the M8 was pretty dope. The M8 was dope. So How I, much better is the M9? Honestly, Let's I... see it, bitch. Pull it, it out. You know the the family plan on <laughs> T-Mobile. The fa family plan on T-Mobile is unlimited LTE data. That's my music player. <clears throat> T-Mobile's your music player? 
No, I said my HTC's in my car because it's a music oh, player. Oh, I so. see. I understand. So this is a, a whole new world that I'm being introduced to, this world of streaming. I mean, the world of competitive video hand. games. I'm scared. I don't want to be sweaty on you. Yeah. The, the world of competitive video games, I was kind of aware of, and I knew about these enormous StarCraft tournaments where people are you know, Korea. watching it on television. Yeah, Korea, it's still huge, right? Yeah, that's why StarCraft 1 died. It got so big that everyone was throwing matches for money. Throwing it? Oh. Here's 20 grand, lose your next game. No way, really? And so then there's, because there's betting, because, you know, Korea's, it got big really oh, fast. I ate God bad damn. noodle. People always find a way to fuck things up, That's don't they? That's kind of what happened to the original StarCraft, because that game was badass. I don't think they needed to change it too much. They could have just updated the graphics a little. And what happened? Well, just that kind of ruined part of the integrity of the Korean scene, which was like the dominant, those guys are like insane. Like the way they practice, the way they play was like just clear cut more efficient, smarter, better than everyone in the world. So when their scene was infected that way, it kind of... Is that a cultural issue, like you were talking about Europe and Korea? Is there, like, a stigma on it in America that doesn't exist in yeah. Europe and Korea? Well, definitely. When I go to Sweden, it's like being a pro surfer in California. Really? Not everyone recognizes me, but I will get recognized every day over there. So, like, I'll be in a McDonald's and someone will be like, oh, shit, hey, what up, nothing? And I'll be like, you here for DreamHack? Yeah, cool. Whoa. But not everyone in the room will know who I am, but that one guy will. Like, my buddies from Sweden, the team NIP, they're the best team from Sweden. When most of those guys walk around in Sweden, they're recognized 20, 30 times a day. That's, like, normal at least. Like, so oh, there's everyone. fucking, they're celebrities. They're celebrities in their city for Is sure. it, like, uh, comparable to, like, a Daniel Negrano, who's a big-time poker player? Yeah, something like that. Or Phil, uh, what's Phil his name? Ivey. Phil, Phil Ivy. Is it comparable to that or more? I would say more like the, the surfing analogy is probably better because I guess those guys are in the region. Right, more, in the right? world. Right. Wow, that is unbelievable. Kelly Slater or something. Yeah, well, he's pretty he's famous huge. worldwide. So that would be like Fatality, that one guy. I'm sure you've right. heard his name. In the past, yeah, I know compete. that dude. He's yeah. done, right? Yeah, he just does all sorts of marketing. Best gamer in the world still, yeah, he, well, was, he was, was really good at Quake, but obviously oh, uh, uh, all the new current players could beat him. You know, stuff. Rafa is like the best Quake player ever. He is. Yeah, Shane Hendricks. Well, Henry's whatever happened to that one dude? In, what was his name? Immortal? No, the fuck's his name? Um, There's Vu. There was a guy who was a uh, an Asian cat Retired. who had his own. Um, he had like a whole server and a whole uh, website, rather. God damn it! He well, was I have one a website. Of the best. Now. The best immediately, like uh, in the early days. Was it Quake? I feel, I feel like his name was Immortal. But he stopped playing. Probably should know this. And uh, he stopped playing and started uh, developing products and, you know, a gaming website. And I think for a lot of those guys, the actual gameplay is so involving. Like you have to practice eight, ten hours a day. Yeah. I've experienced the, the lethargy of it, like, because it's, it's a novelty, right? You, you do something, you're so into it because it's new and exciting to compete. Well, a lot of these pro MLB and NFL players probably wouldn't be in it if they're barely making a wage. They would probably say, yeah, hey, that was fun, but it's not worth it. Getting right. my head bashed in. Well, I'm not getting my head bashed in, but I am spending a lot of time inside. I am neglecting. My hours are odd, right? I practice, like, to the evening, so a lot of my friendship hangouts have to be, like, weird hours or weekends or when I have no tournament. So there is downsides to everything, right? So like for me the novelty has gone away a little bit. Like I don't play many games anymore. I'm not a video game player. I'm a Counter Strike player. And so I don't in my free time I'm not just like let me flip on my PlayStation 4. It's like no, let me go outside. Let me go do I play ice hockey still once a week. I play golf sometimes. I I try to stay active because I would go insane being inside all day. I have one teammate right now who's very new to the pro scene. He plays all day. He streams all night. 
he's going to make way more than all of us because he literally does, he'll, he won't leave his house for two weeks and he's still totally sane, happy, like totally How's positive. How's possible? He, it's just a way, it'll, it'll go away probably eventually, but he's in that state where his friends are online and it's not like you're by yourself. You're dealing with, you played Quake, right, with your friends, yeah. right? He's very interactive. We're all very interactive. He loves gaming. I was at that stage one time where I didn't mind not going out for the whole weekend and I would just land with my friends. After a while, depending on how you've balanced your life, obviously you, you want to do other things in your day, right? You want to feel fulfilled as a human. I, I took up golf a couple of years ago just to do something else and try to be decently skilled at it just for fun. The kid's name was Thresh. Thresh, yep. Yeah. He that, won, like, what did he win, like a Ferrari or something? I remember. Well, he was, like, one of the... Dennis the, Fong started... Yeah, that's He him. started X-Fire, I think, a big company now. Yeah, he, that's, that's right? Thresh. Is that X-Fire? He was, uh, like, the best player or one of the best players yep. at the time. I remember watching that he guy. He was, like, the first pro gamer. Yeah, watching him play in demos. You're like, Jesus Christ. And then he came up with a website... And he had like a, a gaming news portal. Yeah, he definitely paved the way. Joe, and of all the shows that we've ever done, Joe Rogan podcast, I don't think we've ever had 8,000 people viewing our show. But right now we have like almost 8,000 people viewing our show. We haven't had that many before? I, I What's the most we've ever once. had, Jamie? 5,000 before? <laughs> wow. The gaming community. We didn't even hit it up that hard. I wasn't <laughs> I sure know. if I could announce this last week. I was like, yeah. Uh, Th that is fascinating. <laughs> This whole thing is just What's up, uh, gamer world. I, yeah, hey gamer fuckers, we we've hit some new uh, plateau I think with interactivity with this, uh, not we but like the world. That's why I'm excited for you to connect you to Twitch. I think that's gonna do some cool shit for you. Yeah, I think we need to put this thing on Twitch for sure now. Just, it seems to me to be uh, there's a whole world out there of people that are involved in this that I just had no idea about. You know, I, I had no idea that people were making donation money and that someone could make 50 grand well, a we month. Because we weren't always, right? You know? How often is this? I mean, how new is this? How recent is it? Probably 2010 when it really started So the last five years. It used to but be even Justin then, TV. Justin TV. Oh, yeah. We used to do Justin, that. Used to hang out That's with the owner. Dude, <laughs> we used to do Justin TV from the green room at Cobb's Comedy Club that in was, San Francisco. That was old Joe Rogan experience before it was Joe Rogan experience. We even yeah. met with them and they were like, here, we, we want to give you laptops and, and cameras yeah. and stuff. Yeah, well, exactly. That was like when we used to do it in, uh, we did it in my hotel a few times. We did what it did in you green do in rooms. Hotel? I did all kinds of shit. Uh, yeah. Remember I came with the bathrobe on, the leopard bathrobe and for you and Joey and I danced for you. <laughs> do you remember do you remember the time we there was that dude and this was way way back in the day but he had some sort of a cellular hookup in his backpack that was attached to a laptop. That was Justin TV. Yeah, and, yeah, and they walk around their dorm and shit. And he had a webcam. Yeah, that's he had him. a webcam that was like on his chest or a hat or something mm -hmm. along his those head, lines. Yeah. And he had a this this like setup, and they wanted to give us one of these setups and have us take it around. And I think that's where me and Brian like we just we just said we're crossing the line here. This is just too fucking <laughs> that's weird. That's it. Next, Joe Rogan has a GoPro on his head during the UFC fight night. But that's what Periscope is. I'm gonna Periscope from this UFC this weekend. Oh sweet. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can get a service yeah. or a cell phone signal because I think there's a Wi-Fi tether. You might want to well, also talk to Dana first about it. Well, I'm <laughs> not going to show the fights. Yeah. I'm not going to show the fights. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, oh, like, yeah. periscope. I wanted to periscope, like, me and Goldberg. 
like uh, getting ready and, and fucking around and let everybody know what it is. And That'd this is what sick. it looks like. I want to introduce everybody to the people that work behind the scenes and show everybody Tom Segura and Tony Hinchcliffe. I'll be just like come down. Periscope, is this new app you're dealing <laughs> with? I haven't messed with it. Oh yeah, Periscope is a streaming app where you you oh. stream from your cell phone. Oh, I have using, seen one. Yeah, so we do it all the time at the comedy store. The other day, I took people on a tour Dude. of the comedy store. I took them up to the belly room. I took them down to the comics bar. I took them all over the place. Very cool. I should do that. Yeah. Well, there's like there's you go to the new, beach, clown around or something. You could, yeah, you could do whatever you want. I mean, you could. Could you show pornography with that? You, no, I just, got, I mean, I just got banned. The the you got banned again? <laughs> yeah, well, I got banned for doing. Uh, Brian, uh, yeah. What What do you do in your free time? Uh, I I troll <laughs> my free cams. But here, here, take check it out. Okay, cool. So there's people looking at it right now. You have to hold it up and down, like for some mm. reason. Oh, okay. Oh, so this way, vertical. Yeah. And so there's people chatting to what you. What up? And, What's and up, Edgar? Hearts. Uh, no, sounds. the the rules of Periscope. Uh, oh, that's trippy. No nudity. No like. Overall um, sexual content. I can't use it. Uh, no, no, uh, like showing fights because they got in a huge trouble for a lot of people streaming the the Manny fight, Mayweather oh, fight. Yeah, that makes sense. So they, uh, how I got banned though is because of the fights. Uh, because of the fights. Because of the fights, they had to incorporate some kind of uh, uh, feature so people were showing the fights that people could report on them. So what happened to me is I was there was a bipolar schizophrenic cam girl named uh, Egyptian Princess. Doesn't that just go without saying? Yeah, and, and, it was, and she was wearing clothes, but she was just like it was so funny, and all these people on Reddit were like trolling her or something. So I was filming what was going on with this Reddit troll, and so many people thought I was doing the troll that they. They reported me and I got banned, but uh, Periscope and they reinstated yeah. you. Periscope and Twitter looked it's at it and goes, "Well, that's a stupid rule because you you probably have a lot of haters that would just do this every time you get on." I'm like, "Yep," and then exactly. So, so I think they've kind of relaxed it for me at least. Well, at least they respect the <laughs> fact that you would have some haters, and that they would, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, other than they did take your word for it, right. you know. It sucks because yeah. on Twitch they recently added that like even as a guy you can't be seen with your shirt off on the Twitch. Yeah. And so like I did something. What? Yeah, like I did something funny one time where I killed the whole team, and I didn't react at all. I got up, put my headphones down, I took my shirt off, and I walked out of the room just to, like have a funny reaction. If I did that now, I would get like my Man. channel would get shut down. So for that's an hour like or how New York City has that law that men can take their shirts off, so women take their shirts off because they can't Nipples. do anything about it. Right. Yeah, because like Ari Shafir will walk around New York City every day with no shirt on. Yeah. He does it all the time. Don't ooh. He's a beautiful <laughs> I mean, man. Our society is pretty weird about that stuff. Well, if you you know if you're allowed to show a male nipple, I, I look. I am fully supportive of anybody who wants to be naked. If you want to be naked and walk down the street, I think especially clothes, if it's symmetrical. Well, I just think the idea of clothes is fucking ridiculous. It's something. It's not natural. You know, it's natural being naked. Clothes are just we, we're imposing this. We're we're imposing this to society. If you're comfortable being naked walking down the street. What, you going to hide it from the kids? Well, you're what very you intimidating when you have no shirt on. I mean, it's too much like, ah, uh, sex and perfect muscles and stuff. So it, it makes some of us nervous. <laughs> fucking... Well, you're disgusting. So like, maybe somebody had just eaten and I they saw you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all going to Burning Man and we're doing a Joe Rogan podcast. Brian's Scott gonna be Jorgensen naked. has a, a Twitch thing. Oh, no shit, man. Oh, yeah. Scott has 725,000 fucking views. Wasn't there uh, another Whoa. musician lately who's playing Call of Duty? All right, I'm going to give this back to Brian. Joe, you, there's a barcode. Oh, so, Joe, you should... Uh, these little heart things. You should uh, do UFC Twitch. 
You ever play the UFC game? The, yeah, yeah I ha- well, I have to do uh, some. You know what I'll do? I should. I should. Well, Bear's I have good. to do some um, voiceover for the newer version of it because they have new updated versions of it every year. So right. this year I have to go. I have to go in in like in a couple weeks. I have to go in and. It's a fucking laborious task. I have to fake fights. Like now, fake fights are going on. Is there ever going to be a, a playable character of you? Because that's what one thing that the internet has been asking for for a while is having a playable Easter egg character Dude. of you. I would have to do a lot of work to do that. I'm not really interested. You gotta. Like, you'd have to like throw. I'd throw a bunch of kicks and get videotaped my body. I was gonna say, man, you have a vicious kick. You. I saw something on Instagram. I was like, I would have just got broken in half by that kick. Oh my god, you're Only kicking a you. beanbag. Yeah, but beanbags don't hit back. But it wasn't <laughs> yeah. a beanbag. It had a nice. It had a nice pop to it. <laughs> beanbag. <laughs> beanbag. <laughs> fucking beanbag. Yeah. <sighs> hacky sack. Or er, yeah. The, All the above. Yeah. So uh, this, where is this going? This is this is going towards virtual, right? Like that's Oculus Rift is the next stage for all this shit. I mean, uh, what I'm, that's all I'm thinking. When I, and that, by the way, that's what Carmack believes. Carmack and I were chatting back and forth the other day on Twitter, and one of the things that he was talking about that he's obsessed with, I guess, is Oculus, Oculus Rift, and the the possibilities that that entails. Have you fucked with Oculus at all? I, I played like some weird like ocean surfing simulator thing, but. Playing Counter-Strike, I feel like I'd get nauseous. I want to try it, though. See, that's the biggest problem, that the, the biggest obstacle that they have to get over is a lot of people put it on and get sick immediately, and so it's not going to work for them. Yeah, that's a thing, man, like with motion sickness. Like, some folks get motion sickness, and some people don't. Like, some people can't. Like, my wife can't get on a boat. She gets on a boat, she's like, yeah. Like, I have no problem. I can be on waves, and it doesn't affect me. And my kids are the same way. It doesn't bug them. I was worried that it would get them, but it doesn't get them. But some people, like, like if you're in the back seat of a car, yeah. they, they, they'll get sick. Like they have to sit that, in the front yeah. seat if My you're sister. going around. Yeah, like, cur- like, what is that? What the fuck is that? Some people just can't take it. I know people that came and watch uh, video games on TV, first-person shooters, or they, they get sick. Some equilibrium shift or something internally. I don't know. So that would be a, a factor with Oculus. Because well, I don't think it tracks your eye movement. So if you want to look to the right, I think you have to do this. Versus, like, if you wanted to look to your right with your eyes, you uh, could look to your right. Right, of course. So it'll be very stiff for a while. Yeah, that would be odd. Um, but they have those omnidirectional treadmills that they're using for o- Oculus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you would actually get some workout. Run in Tahiti. Well, no, you'd be playing Counter Strike and you'd be running. I think that's when my like ranking in the world would really go downhill. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's would. Dudes would start taking EPO and running on treadmills H-H. every day. You would have to do something. I mean, if you think about like competitive advantages, if it's if it's all of a sudden started becoming physical, if it shifted, d- gamers started being like super fit. That would be crazy. Like you know, you remember that Dance Dance Revolution oh, game? God. I love that game. That game it's made so shit. many people get in shape. I mean, it really did. There was all these like success stories of people who they want they got into it just for being silly, you know, play a video game. But Still then silly. All that hopping around got them in incredible shape. Like guys were losing like fifty, sixty pounds. Well, the health oh, yeah, the health right. apps on the Xbox Live are amazing now the because Wii Fit. the Wii and the Wii, my Connect tracks my body. So if you're if you're doing one of the workout videos, like uh, what is that one that, that the PF fifty six or PF PX ninety PF Changs, but PF Changs, lettuce wraps, but yeah, yes. that, that actually tracks your body, so it knows it's like you need to bend your arms more. Your oh. legs aren't bending. Like it knows, cheating. You're trying it, to cheat. Yeah, you're trying to do half reps. Right. P1. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's. Um, Damn it, Brian. Well, the 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 Oculus thing, I would think that eventually that would be like you could do like you could spar. 
You could have like a martial arts simulator with like there's a person in front of you and you're fucking no, duking it out with some person. Totally. Practice wow. your little meta g fighting. I don't know a lot well, about you fighting. But... You wouldn't be able to grab them. That would be an issue. Like you wouldn't be able, like there would be no grappling stuff. But you would be able to kick and punch and stuff. Start 3D printing opponents. Yeah, the thing about grappling is you'd have to, you're interacting with a person's body. Like uh, striking is kind of independent because you could kind of pretend you're hitting someone and they react yeah and they don't you don't really have to have a like where jujitsu you're actually manipulating bodies and it requires correct leverage and you're actually you have weight you're pushing weight around but they could give you like no you didn't have to you'd be fighting a robot that, that wouldn't work that's to get way lighter first because it's like a two or three pound thing almost you're putting on your head you what the oculus yeah you can't just jiggle around yeah, and move. Right, but it's eventually going to be a neural interface. I mean, it's eventually going to be some sort of a chip that they stick in the back of your head. I don't think I don't I think I don't think we're long for this world. I think human beings are going to be some weird fucking computer thing in the next 30 or 40 years. I really do. I don't I don't I just don't see this lasting. I mean, our lasting. armies are already fucking guys sitting in an airbase in Nevada just controlling mm -hmm. drones. There's a lot of I mean, it's a small portion, but it's a lot of the technology they're working on now is also um exoskeletons. Have you seen those? I mean, I know yes, I can I understand what you're saying, but no. They have these insane exoskeleton suits that are allowing people to carry hundreds and hundreds of pounds. They you don't get tired. Your 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 body can do all sorts of things it would never be able to do before. There's a game called Crisis that is just like that. Have you seen Crisis? Mm -hmm. You can like flip on your power suit. It's like invisibility, super strength. You can like jump over a roof and shit. Call what was that? Matt Damon movie. Oh yeah, the new Call of Duty. Yeah. Matt Damon was it? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Wait. Remember that movie? Was it called uh, Elysium? Yes, yeah. Elysium. Uh, Remember, yeah, yeah, he has yeah. that suit. They, the they screw it into his planet. brain, and he becomes like a super person because he's got this. Wacky... He had to get the like cholo version. You remember? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he had to. He had to go. We had to go to some weird yeah, place. Yeah, like, all right, Holmes, you owe me a hundred thousand. Give me this. Suit. Yeah, it was like a dystopian version of the future, and everything was bad. But the rich people all lived in the sky in some beautiful town where Sigourney Weaver. No, it wasn't Sigourney Weaver. Who the fuck was it? That was like, the king. The, oh yeah, yeah. Fatal Attraction, that broad. C-word. Glenn awesome. Close. Glenn Close. Glenn Close was the mayor or the queen or whatever the fuck she was. Yo, did you see this? this oh, shit. oh, oh, oh. This it's us. Paralyzed, and he got a rain-controlled arm. Whoa, play that. He's controlling this with his brain. And how is he doing that? How is he controlling it? Is that a computer interface? You see the uh, interface on his head up there? Whoa, it's drilled. See, that's awesome. <laughs> he's you know? grabbing things with his arm. Giving disabled people the ability. One of my... Dude, there's an incredible story. I'll talk after this. That can be a single neuron. So you can get a whole representation of a grasp, and another neuron nearby will produce a different type of grasp. And be sensitive to a different type of object. So cool. Oh my God! He's Jamie. picking up a drink. Twitch.tv/handy. Oh yeah, I've seen this After guy. guy yeah. yeah, he's a friend I'm of mine. Doing it all by myself and everything's going good, right? I'm about to. I, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining to picking up the robotic arm. I'm, ex, I'm extending the robotic arm towards the, the beer. I pick it up. <laughs> That's awesome. I have the straw to my mouth, ready, close, ready, so extremely, I can practically taste the beer, right? And I drop it. <laughs> I drop the, I somehow release, well, in my thought process, I release the, the grip on the beer, and it falls, and it falls in my lap, and it spills all over me. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one of the bloopers, and that was funny. But the next wow. time, I, 
That guy's getting hammered <laughs> with a robot arm. Come back here, you arm. No. He's so when he gets drunk, can he not control it with his mind anymore? Yeah, maybe he's like <laughs> drunk roboting. Never wow. drunk robot. Well, I mean, that's beautiful because, but that's again what we're saying. I don't think we're long for this world. I mean, I think eventually that right now is really crude. That's like the Model T of yeah, yeah, yeah. these fucking robot things. But we're going to get to the Tesla of these robot things. And that's not that far away. And then people are going to go, well, fuck this shitty body. This fucking flesh bag that I live in that's always farting and going <laughs> bad. You know, I'm getting sick all the time. Let me just fucking take my brain and stuff it into this thing that'll keep it alive indefinitely. Well, and nano stuff is going to start overwhelming. This but, awesome. So this guy I know personally, he plays with the nubs. He was born like this. He's got no arms or legs. And he plays using his nose and his two nubs. And he's fucking good. Wow. Like, and he he's, shoots he's better than the... Yeah, he's like better than the average player in the world. What? Like. So he's like a world-class player. Yeah, his name's Mikey. I did wow. a little report on him actually back in school. Wow. So I grew up playing as a kid. He comes to the tournaments. Like I go to tournaments around LA when I was younger. He comes there. He's sitting there smoking a cigarette. He's got like a little like thing. Smoking a cigarette. He pulls out his. He has a wire. He pulls out of his pocket. Lights up a cigarette. A wire? He's, yeah. He like has like an assister. It's like an iron, like like a like a hanger. Mm -hmm. And he like straightened it out and like curved the end so he could like pick shit up with it and like he's really creative. Wow. And if, and if you watch him play, he's amazing. Uh, Joe Rogan uh, is getting the chat room right now. Everyone say hi from Jordan to Mikey. Hey, what's up, dude? He's a badass guy because just stuff like I did a report on him. The stuff he does, like that he's able to do: drive, skateboard, surf, fish. With drive. nothing. How does he drive? He has like so that's what he's building a new car now, but they're like extended. Pedals and like these like and foot foot shifters. Or yeah, but the shifters. guy in Texas is like much longer yeah. arms than this. Balls this is incredible. So this guy, um, how does he write? Like when he's typing, how does he type? Yeah, uh, with his nubs and his nose. He types with his nose? Well, yeah, watch him switch weapons. Oh, he's dead right now. Wow. So he's fixing his... He's talking... Hi Jordan, uh, you saying hi Jordan? Yeah, yeah, that's the, he's a homie. Wow, but he's a cool dude. And his mindset is insane. You know, this guy is just like always, just like yeah, you just gotta live life and break. And I'm just like, dude, you know how many people complain about such menial shit compared right. to what you do? Yeah, no kidding, man. Well, perspective is a motherfucker. Do you know if he's ticklish? He's still, no, I don't know that. Hey, before. what's going on there with these guys in the game where they have money over their head? So that's so Counter Strike works off economy. So every you start with a pistol, you have eight hundred dollars. The round, the more rounds you win, the more money you get, and the better guns you can get. Oh, how rude! And if you lose, that's like a big part of the competitive play is controlling your money. Because if you if you like force buy, it's called where you just buy everything every round. If you keep losing, you're not gonna have good inventory. Hmm. Wow, this is a whole nother world. You need to tell Mikey to head into deathmatch stream. Oh, he's playing a game. He can't leave it. He's playing a competitive little. Um, let's go and check out a different game. Check young, out Grand young Theft Auto. Call yeah, of Duty. let's check out Grand Theft Auto, and let's see if anybody gets virtually raped. And when they do that virtual rape thing, they're, they're, you have to hack into the game, right? No, I mean that. I rape people all the time. Like you can, uh, you can uh, go into like my. One <laughs> no, of my we're talking about when you're playing a game. When right, a, in right. a game, in a game, you can go like one of my favorite things to do is go to a strip club and then block the front door and then throw in uh, a flash bomb or something. Gas. And, and, and then gas all the strippers. Run over each other. <laughs> yeah, and they can't get out. You could pretty much uh, like capture oh, girls. Oh shit! 
That guy just went flying through the air right when we tuned in. This is one of the most fun games to play and just fuck around with. Like, Grand like Theft yeah, Auto? yeah, this is the game that uh, me and, and Jamie like twitch a lot together because we can just hang out, spend three hours just <laughs> fucking stealing cars, going through a lot. You can go to the comedy store in this game, hang out. And there's a new uh, hack because the PC version just came out. There's a new hack that lets you go inside the comedy store. Which now, cool. when you play this, Brian, do you play this from your computer or do you use Xbox? Uh, I use mostly Xbox, but the PC version just came out, so I have an old computer that I'm trying to use. I need Jamie just got a brand new computer, so he's playing kick-ass uh, version of Grand Theft Auto, but uh, uh, the the PC version is amazing. You just have to have a good computer, and I have like a but to process one. the graphics. Is that what it is? Yeah, because these graphics are amazing. The road looks incredible. Four K broadcast. Yeah, four K. Wow. FPS. I just sent out another tweet. Uh, the, yeah, the PC version does four K. So you have to have even the some of the top of line computers won't even barely get all the options at high right now. They okay. made they made this game to last because uh, a computer in two years will still have problems probably putting this on mass. So if you wanted to get like one of those Falcon Northwest top of the line that's, Alienware that's type twelve video cards, <laughs> yeah, and th that could play it in full resolution or no, especially Falcon. Falcon or uh, Alienware, they're the best computers ever, Joe. They would be perfect at this. What are you trying to say? Are you trying to get them to send you one? Is that what you're doing? Razor computers make straight ones. What? what? What's that? Four people talk at the same time, Jamie? What? What are you saying? No, I think, yeah, those would be perfect for this game. Uh, but you have to have the number one. What graphics card do you have, Jamie? You have like the. I have an okay one. It's like an NVIDIA N960, but I think everyone's saying like you need like a 980. Yeah. Do they still allow SLI where they can oh, link yeah. them all together? He, he knows a lot oh, more yeah. about that than I do right now. I used to do that back in the day when I used to make my own computers. I heard, and then you had to throw it away. Couldn't take it. Shot them all. The gaming take it addiction. All. Shot a lot well, of that, hard drives. Well, that's a double-edged sword, right? Addiction. You go far in things because mm -hmm. you get real immersed in it, right? Yeah, it's just you got to understand your limitations. You got to know if you're a crazy person. Uh, I know I'm a crazy person, <laughs> but it's it's good. Well, it's it's all because I my brain developed doing competitive martial arts. So you, if you don't get obsessed with that, then you get fucked up. Yeah. See, I was going to ask you when you first got really into like wrestling and martial arts. What else did you do at that point in your life, like Nothing. early on, right? When I was 14, from the time I was 14 till the time I was 21, there was no nothing else in life. Between 14 and 15, somewhere now, I forget when so I first started. So it wears on you, you know? That's why, like, with gaming, I love it, and mm -hmm. I always liked it. But, like, you start to realize if you want to do something else, you can't just kind of half exactly. do one, half do the other. Well, it's also, when you're doing this, you don't risk your physical health. Yeah, well, the, yeah. The, the, the martial arts thing, like a lot of guys have a real problem, like UFC fighters and even boxers. They have a hard time figuring out what they're going to do when it's over because it's so immersive, like every day. And it's a physically demanding thing. So every day when they get up in the morning, they know they have to do their training, they have to Eat do their right, physical conditioning, right. they have to do their, you know, all the different skill training, whether it's wrestling or kickboxing, whatever the fuck they have to do that day. When that day's over, they do a lot of this for relaxing. They'll play video games to yeah. relax and chill out or they'll watch television. But it's super hard to transition from that to super some regimented. other life. Because they have a short life where their vehicle can... It's like, say if someone gave you a computer, okay? 
and this computer can only handle the graphics that are available today, but the new graphics are coming down the line, but your computer can't handle it anymore. And you can't upgrade. And your hard drive only has a certain amount of years on it. Your heart and, you and your can't, brain. Yeah, you can't change your hard drive, and you can't change your memory. You can't change all these different aspects. That's essentially what it's like to be an MMA fighter. There's a very, a very short analogy, window. Computer to body, yeah. Yeah, it is because, like, you know, computers, if your hard drive goes bad, you get a new hard drive. If And then also, when the graphics get updated, they also update the graphics processors. Yeah, there's, not, there's nothing. nothing. So for a fighter, they have this really small window of opportunity, and then when it's over, it's fucking over, man. I mean, there are very few competitive 60-year-old fighters. I mean, it's just, it yeah. is what it is. And when it's gone, there's yeah. none, nothing left, you know? But with yeah. gamers, you got to think that there's got to be an age on that, too, where you can't react quick enough, especially first-person shooter-type games. Yeah, but I think that number has been growing because I think of someone like Timu Solani in the NHL playing in the Stanley Cup at age 40, and you tell me I can't fucking play Counter-Strike at age 30. Like, better, I ex better example, Bernard Hopkins yeah. is 50. Yeah. And he's a world championship-level boxer. I don't know if he has a title right now. So that's my point. He, if he can still do that and still and still be into it and, and train and do everything he needs to do, like I know I could play video games, especially now that you can actually make money but off he's of a, it. He's an outlier, though. He's a, he's a very rare individual, and he is extremely disciplined about his diet and his health. Oh, and, yeah. And also his skill. Intense. His skill level. He, he has a very defensive-oriented, like Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather will be able to, like, he'll be like 50, 60 years old, and his, he's probably going to be fine. I mean, he probably won't be fighting anymore, but he's How not going to be damaged. Yeah. Whereas, like, Ruslan Provodnikov or someone along those lines who has, like, a very face-first, aggressive style, that guy is not going to be able to do that into his 50s. He's not going to be able to be Bernard Hopkins unless he changes his style, like, yeah. radically. See, I obviously don't comprehend all the nuances of fighting, but I just think of that like to someone playing a video game and I'm sitting here, like, how mm -hmm. can you tell me if I don't balance my physical health that I can't play? Well, you got to worry about your, your reflexes. I yeah. mean, whether or not your reflexes will still maintain. Because I got to think with video games, you're dealing with such a small window of opportunity for like getting a shot off and stuff like that. Yep. That reaction time, like, do you take vitamins and do you, you fuck around with nootropics or anything so, along those lines? So there's this company that the nootropics recently just came under my radar and I've been trying it for the past couple of months a little bit, but not too consistently. So we'll get you months. some. We'll get you some Alpha Brain. Yeah, it'd be awesome to try. I'd love to do like a sample month or two or something because I tr I take like multivitamin vitamin D mm -hmm. B12 in the day. I try to do that fish oil each day. Mm. But nootropics, I did a, it was like a Koyos or something. I don't know the brand exactly how to spell it, but. Uh, yeah, I've always I've always been interested in it ever since I heard it on your podcast first, but I never knew what they're all about. Well, there's a bunch of different ones from different companies that I'm sure would probably benefit you. Do you fuck with caffeine? Do you, I try I not you're drinking to, tea here. Yeah, I try not to overwhelm myself with like, coffee. Like I only got into coffee a couple years ago. Hmm. My, um, yeah. do, you, do you try to do that on purpose, like to preserve your sanity? Like what do you... Uh, coffee is one of those things where like depending on how little sleep I got and if I'm going to compete right then... Knowing I just need energy for an hour, I'll give myself a little coffee 30 minutes before so the jitters wear down, but I have that little hour of uppityness. But generally with competition, I have two rules. I like to get sleep, and I don't like to be on a full stomach when I, hmm. when I compete. So, Yeah, that's a thing for comedy, too. You should never have a full stomach when you do stand-up. It'll fuck with your head. 
Like, if you have a full stomach, you're slow. It takes all Dude. your blood out of your brain, doesn't it? I to, might even... To, resources, yeah. just, just just general resources. I don't want to go down that line here too much, but I wanted to talk to you about that. Like, when you first had... What, what sparked your mind on getting into comedy? Because I was always like, I wanted to try doing stand-up at, like, the local camp, comedy store in La Jolla in San Diego. I was like, I just want to do it. Like, I don't just care do if it. I suck. Then just do it. Yeah, is that is that what you do? You just literally yeah, go sign Yeah, yeah, go to an open mic night. Everybody sucks in the beginning. There's no oh, worries. Yeah. It's just, just to come up with some stuff that you think is funny. Write down anytime you have a funny idea, either put it in your phone yeah, no or pen. write it down on a piece of paper. Yeah. And then, um, you know, practice it, sort of like get the idea of how you're going to do it. Do you have your like. Your demeanor or whatnot. Well, just be yourself, man. That's the best. You know, like some people, like they'll create a persona or stuff like that, but good luck with all that. That's a pain in the ass. Yeah, the, well, secret is being, yeah. the secret is just being yourself. Exfoliate, exfoliate like who you are and just kind of be a clown. I, I know I could be really good at self depreciation, but. Deprecation. Deprecation, is that yeah. what it is? Appreciation. Appreciation, <laughs> self deprecation, is that one? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. well, you, I used to say that too. It's because you're reading it yeah. instead of saying it. Yeah, but self. Self-deprecation. It sounds right because you kind of depreciate yeah. It. yeah, it seems your, like your the right internal thing to value say. over the course of yeah. the show. Um, but yeah, man, just okay. go do an open mic night. That'd You're a smart fun. guy. You'd probably be able to pull it off. Just try, yeah. Well, I think if you could get really good at video games, I really believe that if you get really good at anything, that they're most likely you can get good at anything that you direct your mind to. I mean, you probably wouldn't be a good linebacker because you're not a giant nope. dude, nor would I. Yeah. You know, so it's like there's certain physical limitations, but if you get, yep. you know, you're a really good video game player, if you put that kind of effort into becoming a stand-up, yeah, you could do it. It's, there's nothing prohibitive about it. At least try it. That's the fun part, right? Yeah, well, you you get better, you know, with effort. With effort Regardless, and thought yeah. and focus, you get better. You analyze it. That's an interesting point. Do you watch demos of your game? Do you yep. play, play them? That's and exactly then, what we call them, demos, yeah. Mm, and then you watch it and go, ooh, I should have done this differently, or I have to work on that. Yeah, it's definitely, that's probably the most, like, tedious part of it. Like, you've got to make sure you're watching from both point of views, your opponents and yours, and you rewatch them. And, yeah, and, and you're right. That's how you get successful in anything. And with Counter-Strike, I think that was one of the differences with me as a young kid, is everyone was just playing for fun. But when I was, like, 14, 15, Right away, I started studying the top players. This is what are they doing? And I didn't necessarily do what they did. It just gave me a lot of confidence to know that there's not there's patterns in some areas, and in other areas, it's open to there's variables. You could do whatever you want in this type part of the game. You could be good at this style or that style, just like in fighting. Right? There's a lot of different styles. Right. So I noticed that early on, and I just by studying. So yeah, you just you kind of immerse yourself and figure out what your natural skill set is. For me in Counter Strike, I had really good just like shooting abilities but like early on i was so aggressive so hungry to get into the fight early that obviously if i'm not communicating that with my teammates or i get over ambitious with the play then all of a sudden i'm gonna die even though i just killed two people and it seems like we should win the round but i killed two and then went and died for no reason whereas i could kill two play passive let someone else take the reins like those are things i had to develop more over the game and you have to you have to study that because there's a lot of kids who think they could be a pro video game player because they just have the, the good shot. Oh, I, I'm a really good sniper. Well, what kind of person are you? How do you communicate? How do you like let your teammates play off you? How do you play off them? Yeah, there's a big difference when you're talking about team gaming, right? You well, know, yeah, team but, gaming versus but one even on just, one gaming. Yeah, but even just obviously knowing what you're good and bad at, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't just have ignorance when you go play someone who's really good at something. You're like, well, I'm just going to fuck him up at this. Well, no, he's right. really technically good at that. Yeah. You're technically not as good as him at that. You should probably shy away from that unless you have some way to surprise him. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Now, are there different schools of thought? Like, there, there are there different? Like, do, do people train people in this? Like, do you have like coaches? So I give lessons for sixty bucks you an give hour. Lessons. Sixty bucks an hour. I'll teach you how to play. For real? Yeah. Holy shit. 
How does that work? Like, what do you do? You sit I, down there and watch them. I or you make do them it fill online? out a questionnaire beforehand, so so that they give. I ask them to assess themselves. They answer like ten questions that I ask their experience, how long they've played, competition wise, what they think their qualities are that are good, bad, um, and then we meet up after they fill that out. We choose a t schedule, and then we meet up online on the headset. I picture in picture with their screen, and then we go on a server together, and I just talk t to them about some things that you need to know just about timings if they don't have a lot of questions some kids are shy or they just want me to lecture them so I go off and I say interrupt me when you have a question other kids have a lot of specific questions about why am I not able to hit these kind of shots I seem like I can do it in team deathmatch or team deathmatch practice but not when I do a competition I seem to get really rigid and timid why how can I stay loose when I'm when I really want to win and there's pressure on the line you know how do I so I just whether it's a psychological help or literal technical things I just try to help people so what this seems to me it's like from the outside people are looking at this like it's some frivolous silly thing that people who really need to grow up are involved in but from from an objective perspective without the cultural context of how people look at video games it seems to me like a very complex, multitasked, sort of a skill-based competition. It's it's problem solving at a very high level because you're you're factoring a bunch of different things. You also have social interaction yep. with all the different people in your your group, team or community, your team. Yeah. And then on top of that, you have to factor in the playing styles various different aggressive or defensive playing styles of the people you're going up yeah. against. Like this is it's a lot of complexity yeah. involved that I think the average person probably wouldn't understand unless maybe they talk to someone like you. Yeah, exactly. And I someone on when I said I was doing this podcast wanted me to try to compare it to like fighting and have you talk to me about the like the meta of fighting and the small mm -hmm. nuances. Like, you know, you could tell like if a guy stepped a little weird, like what does that represent? This is right side hurting or something like mm -hmm. this. In Counter Strike there's all these little things that I know that the outside has no idea just happened because I, I can see the guy's face. Because you've been there. Because I've been right. there and I've watched it happen. And the reason that guy's playing so aggressive right now is a front. Like, he has no health. Oh, okay. He has no grenades left. He's yeah. trying to, like, scare me away from the bomb site. I know that's what he's doing, so I'm just going to run in and kill him simply. Oh, know? that's interesting. So it's what they call information chunking. You know, like, you've, you've seen it all so many times before and you know the scenario. So you're like, ah, I see what's and happening So the top here. people play off that. Mm. Information, right? Like right. fighting, I'm sure that's what they work off of, right? Well, yeah. I mean, there's, there's scenarios that you, you like, like sometimes, like people say, like, how did you predict something in a fight? And I'm like, well, I kind of seen it so many times before. Like, or there's are, are also certain subtleties, like from actually competing. Like when a guy will turn his hips. There's certain things when I know a guy's gonna spin. And I'm like, he's going to spin. And then they'll throw a spin. And what it is is from fighting, from actually fighting. And you know his strength, so you know what you want. Yes. His proclivity to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, pretty much, well, there's very few guys who don't spin anymore. Like uh, spinning back fists at, at the very least, but spinning back kicks are getting more and more prevalent. Like uh, even Frankie Edgar, who's like primarily known as a wrestler, is throwing a lot of spinning back kicks. Um, it's just a really effective technique. But the point being that it's just... I know that it's going to happen just because I've seen it so many fucking times. It's a very subtle movement that people will make that you have to, like, your brain goes into that information chunking mode, and they go, oh, yeah. this slight shift of his hips equates to that. So if you see a guy who's, like, behaving in a certain way, you're like, ah, I've yep. fucking seen that and before. That guy a, and it's not a conscious thought, health. right? Right. Just like you are saying with fighting, mm -hmm. it's, it's a culmination of thoughts and things you've experienced. 
boom, it hits you. That's well, what's happening. Well, that's with chess, too. Like, those guys that play chess, oh, yeah. they say that when they're playing that speed chess, they've seen this game so many times. They've seen those moves. That blows me away when those guys have those clocks and they're slapping the clock and moving well, every, with peace. Yeah, they're trying to play, like, seven, ten steps ahead because they realize, oh, that's... Three options, four options, one option, ten options, eleven options. That's you ever crazy. seen those old school videos of uh, Eddie Fisher? Uh, or no, Bobby, but, Fisher, Bobby Fisher, rather. But I watched that. What was that movie? Searching for Bobby yeah, exactly. Fisher. I watched yeah. That movie. Well, that was about Josh Waitzkin, who's okay. actually a jiu-jitsu player now. All right. He uh, is his something to do with Marcelo Garcia. I, think, I believe he's a black belt under Marcelo. Uh, but Josh Waitzkin it was the the the. I think that was who they were designing that or patterning that movie. I don't know how much of it was based on real life, but. The Bobby Fischer, the original videos, it's really fascinating because he would play like 10 games at a time. Yeah. And he would walk down this like conference table and just move the pieces. Like, see if you can find Bobby Fischer playing multiple video games or multiple, yeah. multiple chess games. That was in the, the movie, time. right? In, Probably. I think there's one stage where they're in like a little hall and he's walking around playing all of them. And these mm -hmm. guys are like thinking hard about their one game with him. And, and he's, he's just, just kicking their ass, dude, like 10 people's level. asses at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's just, again, it's information chunking. Like, he, he, he looks down, and to me, it's, since I don't play chess, I go, well, okay, I know that a rook can move like that, and this one can move that way, and a pawn can only do this, but he's got the whole map yeah. set up in his head. He's seen it. And just to circle this back around, I think that is, people do have a tough time when they look at Counter-Strike or when they look at Quake, knowing what to look for. What are the indicators? Like, what are the goals here? Mm -hmm. Like, you watch football or ice hockey, you say, okay, well, they're doing a breakout. This guy's floating deep in the neutral zone. He's probably going to look for a pass. Like, okay, like, that's why the defender's staying back with him. It's much more linear. You're on one square field when you yeah. start playing these video games and all these rooms. Everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? Right. But it's still there. Yeah. Well, if you watch like Floyd Mayweather fight, like one of the things that's amazing about it. Floyd Mayweather is how he's able to kind of dictate his opponent's movements. And people give him shit too for this. They're like, he's mm -hmm. a pussy. I'm like, dude, this guy. Just calling him a pussy is so ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, that is probably one of the most delusional things you could ever do is call, call Floyd Mayweather a pussy. He's winning the fight. He's, well, he's 48 and 0 as a professional boxer and a multiple time world champion. Kind of hard to call him a pussy. <laughs> if you want no, people to take your opinion seriously, yeah, they just they get angry because they spend a hundred bucks. Like I want to see blood everywhere. Yeah, they they just don't understand boxing. It's but not Mike Tyson. His movement, though, what's fascinating about it is he's able to take these guys that are normally like high volume attackers, and he slows their movement and their slows their volume output considerably by him dictating how they move. He just is so much better that they they don't get comfortable and they don't know exactly what to do because every time they go do something they get popped and so they have to recalculate and re they don't he doesn't give them the breaks and the openings that they're accustomed to getting yeah. and that's all just because so What's well, also his information chunking is just better than theirs because he's put in more time than they have and thought about it more because he has a really good brother or really good father rather who was uh, who fought Sugar Ray Leonard. Uh, his father who trained him fought Sugar Ray Leonard way back in the day, Floyd Mayweather Sr. And then his uncle is Roger Mayweather who's a, a world champion as well. And he's got other yeah. people in his family that were really good boxers as well. So this kid was indoctrinated into Intuitively boxing. Intuitively just connected yeah. to it. Yeah. So his mind is like he's got all these... 
and I'm sure he's a student of the game, so he's probably watched a million fights, and he knows what goes wrong when you do this and what. And goes people wrong. just try to bring him down for other things not related to it. All well, the, the other time. things are valid. Well, I, mean, the, I, I, well, yeah. I just, seems like a piece of shit as a human yeah, being. Yeah, I don't. You know, I'm just saying that's what they immediately go to, which is like, yeah. okay, well, we're watching a fight. Like he's fighting. Right. You talk about his like reading proclivity or whatever they're talking about. Yeah. People bring that up right away. Ah, that is kind of embarrassing, but he's here to fight. <laughs> I know it is kind of weird that he can't read, but you know, I mean, that's, that's a lot of money. That's an unbalanced read. thing, you know. If you spend that much time boxing and slapping chicks, you don't have much time for reading, you know. <laughs> and counting those bills, I, can, I wonder if you could count the money he has. That's a lot of money. He probably can count, but can't write. Well, he, I think he can read. It's just a struggle. He's just not very good at but it. But isn't it crazy? We're talking about all this like intuitive genius he has, mm -hmm. and he can't transfer it over. Mm. Well, it's probably amount of effort. I yeah, mean, how much right. effort has he put into reading? Probably very little. When did he? How old was he when he went pro? I don't know. I believe he was nineteen. Um, he was in the Olympics, and he lost a very controversial decision to a guy who's like in destitute poverty now. It's really interesting. They had a, an article about the last guy to beat Floyd Mayweather. I forget what publication had it. But this guy from some some country, Eastern Bloc country, I think it was, it might have been Russia or something like that, like Bulgaria. I don't know, I'm making shit up. China. <laughs> Let's yeah. Hedge my bets. Um, but this guy was um, a really good boxer and apparently got a gift decision over Floyd Mayweather, and then uh, went on to get involved with a bunch of shady characters, and you know, his career fell apart. But that was the last time anybody beat Floyd Mayweather. And that was, again, like when Floyd was 19. He's 38 now. So. Epic. Yeah. Long-ass time ago. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, look, w there's lessons to be learned even in the shittiest human beings. You, you can look at what they're successful at. And even in the shittiest human beings, there's lessons also learning what's the price of success and whether or not you're willing to pay that price because oftentimes the price is foolishness like if you have to become a bad person to be really great at something what are the benefits of being great other than financial success yeah scoring getting those points you know accumulating wealth is that more important than the way you're treated by your peers, your community, your friends and family? Well, you said what, you, you had a black belt, I remember reading, like 15 or something? I think I was 16. I started training in karate when I was 14. Got super serious about Taekwondo when I was 15. Before I was 17, I was a black belt. So, I mean, it sounds like you obviously made a big sacrifice early on. You've been doing that your whole life, right? You've been diving into things. I didn't have anything else. So What's it's the like, Most of your friends are probably in that realm, right? And nah, well, not now. Not a lot of them are comedians. But at the time, yeah, it was my whole world. But I didn't have anything else. Like, I was socially retarded. I didn't have, like, anything going on. Like, I wasn't academically inclined. I didn't like school. I just moved into a new neighborhood when I was 14. I felt ostracized. I didn't feel like I was... I didn't have any friends. Boston? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was in Newton, this was where I was. Uh, it was a suburb of Boston. So it was like, you could say, like, I sacrificed. But it wasn't like I had all these friends that I couldn't hang out with. And I had, like, this family that was missing me. No, I was like, you know, my parents were, I was a latchkey kid. So my parents were working all day. And, you know, I would, I just didn't, I didn't have anything else. So I found this one thing that I felt like could give me some value. I could have some I, I felt like I had some personal worth from this, yeah, from getting good definitely. at something. And then once I got good at it, it was like, wow, this is the first thing that I've ever done that gives me like a good feeling by being good at. Whereas like 
my life before that was kind of depressing. It was like going from one community to another, constantly moving, no friends, being bullied. I hated all of that. And then the being bullied part is what led me into martial arts. And it's very minor bullying. Like nobody really hurt but me. But it's more did. psychological than Just anything. being nervous all the time, being yeah. scared of people. You know, yep. and I wasn't a big guy. I was little. So there was like so many different things about it that made martial arts appealing. But then the big thing was once I started doing it, it just became my whole life. It became everything. And then that's when I realized... Oh, I'm kind of a crazy person, you know, and all I have to do is like find things and then those things become my whole life And the problem with me was that that from the time I was 15 till I was 21 That was sort of my developmental period of becoming an adult So that is how my brain formed in this like really laser beam focused kind of insane way where I, I don't give a fuck about anything else and that's what, what my problem was with video games because yeah. once I started playing video games somebody would be talking to me if I didn't like what they were saying if I was bored I would just start playing video games in my head I'd be like I could be playing video games right now I could yeah, be playing yeah. Quake I could be fucking hitting totally. somebody real it's a double edged right sword yeah yeah it's like oftentimes people that are really really good at something are yeah. super unbalanced I was going to say I could resonate with different things you're saying definitely. well that's why i see with you I, I appreciate the fact that you have put a lot of thought into like doing things going outside playing hockey getting a real life on top of this video game thing because obviously if you're really good at this game which obviously you are really good at it you must have a sort of obsessive mind there's no way uh, there's no like i have a quote that i use all the time that i came up with a long time ago is that greatness and insanity are next door neighbors and they borrow each other sugar because <laughs> it really is yeah. true you you the, it, greatness and madness are so closely related there's almost no way around it because you have to in order to achieve a super high level of something you you have to be able to do it better than the other people you have to have more you Passion have more of an understanding it. of it and the only way to do that is to, you have to you have to not pay attention to other shit you know, you can't be learning five different languages yeah. and, you know, also pursuing a degree in complex mathematics and also doing this and also learning how to play guitar and also having a girlfriend who demands all your time. Where are you going? What are you doing? What about me? What about us? Where are we going? Where is this heading? I'm not sure if you're committed. Yeah, blah, like, blah, I haven't blah. really thought about that lately. I've been, I just kicked someone in the face and I'm a double black belt. And Broads. <laughs> they want it all. They want you all the time. Where are you? Again. What about... What about our career? Oh, yeah, as a gamer, that's the best excuse. Sorry, I'm, I got to play a video game for a Did, bit, like legit. Chicks probably don't really get excited about dating a, a super high-level no, gamer. No, no, I don't have too many groupies abroad or here, but abroad, occasionally there's like girls who it's like they have more like of a new like a respect right away. You could tell they're trying to put their best foot forward when they Ooh, meet you. Whereas here, it's just themselves? like yeah, here are girls when they meet you and you're their friends like. Their boy, their friend is like, hey, by the way, this guy's really good at video games. They want to kind of have their wall up right away. Like, who's this kid? Like, oh, he's really good at something. That's fun. That's cute. You have a lot of followers here. And I'm just like, <laughs> sweet <laughs> bitch, fuck you. Wow, how rude. Nah, nah but there's there's a are there yeah. are there video game groupies though? Are there like yeah, some? Definitely. There are. Yeah. Wow. Because there was like pool groupies. I mean, when I used to play pool all the time. The guys who were like really good, they would have girls true. that would like want to bang them. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say that we have, like, gamer orgies <laughs> everywhere, but there are girls who just, they either linger or they come to events or they, they try to, like, interact with you in weird ways online so that when they do show up at the event, you, like, pay attention to them versus the other, uh, you know, it's like, it's like weird interactions. Right. It's pretty funny. Yeah, that's that weird, like, they're putting out little seeds, little flirtation yeah. seeds to try to get attention when they see you in the physical form. 
and then that's the best excuse of being a gamer because you're playing a video game. You can be like, no, 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 honey, I'm practicing. Really, you're actually not doing shit. You're just on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> practicing. Practice. So yeah, team practice. Immerse yourself, baby, as you said. Don't yeah. get anywhere without it. It is interesting. There's, there's a difference in men and women when it comes to what's attractive to them. Because with a man, it's not attractive that a girl's really good at games. I mean, it might be uh, on top yeah, but I of agree. that. Watching girls play Counter Strike to me, I'm always just like, I have to look away. <laughs> <laughs> There's few that are pretty good, but to, to normally it just immediately turned off. I'm like, goddamn it. Well, that's the same with stand up comedy. Yeah. One of the biggest turnoffs ever is if you like a girl and she's a comic and then she's fucking terrible. You're like, oh, it's over. Got to get out of here. <laughs> nice to meet you. Yeah. If you're dating a girl and she's a comic and she's bad at it, you you might as well be dating a dude. <laughs> you know I mean? It's like, it's such a turn off. She's going to try to talk like a dude. Unless you're gay and then dating a dude is what you're looking for. But you get my point. The, if, if you're dating a girl who sucks at something that you're really good at, it, for whatever reason, just immediately kills any attractive quality that she might versa? have. What about vice versa? What if she just like whip my ass at golf or something? Though I still feel like I just some, some guys are fine. Like pool is a big one for men. They find it demoralizing. Like they get very intimidated by a woman that's better than them. Like some guys, in even the professional levels, will play like a really good woman, a high level professional woman, and fall apart because they're nervous to play a woman. Yeah, like they don't want to lose to a well, woman. I could say from in the past, I've played the best Counter-Strike girl teams in the world for like events because they just happen to, they don't go to all the same ones, but they have separate events. When you play them, it does feel like a lose-lose. Like you're just like, all right, I'm going to either crush them or barely beat them. Or if I lose, then it's even worse. But like even if I win, I'm expected to crush them. And so you play them and you're just like, I've lost like a couple rounds like before I won any versus girl. I'm like, fuck. And if you lose <laughs> to bad. them and then you have to talk to them, are you intimidated? Are you like, do you no. feel like insecure? I mean, at this point in my career, I know all the best girls. So they're kind of my friends in the game. Right. But, but yeah, I'm sure at certain points for the like, guys coming up, they want to be pro male player and they play a girls team and lose. They're probably like, fuck, I'm going to walk out of the room quietly. Yeah, I remember watching pool tournaments and like say like a Jeanette Lee or someone like that would enter the tournament and someone who would play like really good would fall apart in front of her because they just couldn't deal with the possibility of losing to this like really pretty girl. Like they just they wanted to impress her and they would Dude. miss nine balls and just like shit. Yeah, the perception men bigger, stronger, faster. Well, it's not even just that. It's like men have to win. You know, they have this this I have to win thing. And if you don't win, your self-worth, like, you devalue who you are. I've heard you talk about that stuff in the past, the caveman mindset, right? Just back in the day, you just dominate your cave, you hunt, you gather, like, you... you, you well, that's the reason why, I mean, there's competition over breeding. I mean, that's yeah. really what, I mean, the, the competition over breeding is, you know, hunter-gatherer competition, and then it's like fighting off neighboring tribes that are trying to come in her. and take them. It's all, like... That, it's the reason why men are such assholes. It's all it's benefited the genes. It's I mean, that's really what it is I mean, obviously we're moving past that because you know as the Technology and society and culture evolves and changes and grows and becomes more and more complex that stuff becomes less and less necessary but the the genetics and the the Proclivity the the, the inclination rather is always still there the competition so when men lose to women like, especially in games like pool, it fucking drives them crazy. Because they can't just, like, overwhelm them with strength or anything. Just, yeah. Ping pong, some chick whacks that ball by you and ping pong. Fuck! Fuckity fuck! Dude. Damn, yeah. Mm. Ping pong's intense. Ping pong's very intense. I'm not interested in it whatsoever. 
you know, Aubrey. Aubrey plays ping pong really good. It's like, let's play ping pong. I'm like, let's go fuck yourself. Ever, oh, <laughs> stupid You ever been to game. those bars, though, that have all sorts of games in them? Like, they have, like, shuffleboard, pool, ping foosball pong. Foosball drives me nuts. That's so stupid. But That's when you're so, drunk. Yeah, but it's just, it's just, you don't have enough control over that stupid fucking, those shifters. They don't have enough movement. You know, it's like... Oh, yeah, pissing me off. The ball's going through the middle. Fuck, yeah. I'm going to grab that shit and throw it out. You can't even get to it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's, you can't. It's You don't have. Like, one of the things that I hate about when you play video games like an Xbox controller. Oh, God. Was how, like, it doesn't. It's not nearly as precise. Dude. You get used to that WASD on the keyboard and the mouse, and, you oh. know, it becomes a part of who Dude, you are. I have so many stories where, like, I go to, like, a house or a party or something, and everyone's like, this fucking pro gamer kid. And then everyone's like, play me in FIFA right now, or play me in this game on Xbox. I'm like, I don't fucking play those games like i don't care to be good at them and they're like oh so i could beat you i'm fucking better than the pro gamer kid and i'm like all right cool dude you're, you're really sick <laughs> that is an issue though right what's up switching from a mouse and a oh, keyboard yeah. to I mean, those this xbox controllers i have so much like i could probably in counter-strike if you were to pick up all everyone all my friends i could play one on ten against kids probably playing with an xbox controller one on ten one on five i've done i did a something for microsoft a long time ago where they wanted to actually see if the synergy was good to have like let xbox kids play me online and i played these kids one on four and i didn't even need sound i was just like <laughs> running around killing everyone <laughs> because they're so limited with their range of motion yeah that it's not just me i'm a lot of my friends could do this at a pro level i'm not just some god but it's just the difference between isn't that something that they also put into to the uh, the game engine to make it easier to aim with those things like auto yeah. aiming. Yep, and, and that now, fucks and, up the precision, right? Yeah, and then everyone has these things that are extenders for the joystick, so it's like longer, yeah. so you have an easier time manipulating the joystick. So you know the little thumb pads mm -hmm. basically makes them twice as long, and that gives you more control. I guess they're called. Uh, yeah. The, How much more control? Extenders. Is it more like a mouse, or is it not quite? It just makes it a little bit play. better. A little yeah, bit better. Yeah, more control. All like the Call of Duty and Halo pros, that first-person shooter pros, use them on console. But none of them are. Yeah, there That's the thing that it's sticks a, up above yeah, it. Oh, I see. Ten-year-old uses that. Hmm. So it just makes it slightly better, but still not as good as mouse and keyboard. Yeah, no, Why don't they have mouse and keyboard for these fucking things? They do. They have shitty yeah, adapters, but nobody plays but them. Not, no, you can use yeah. Bluetooth. Right now, you do, nowadays you can use Bluetooth keyboards, right? And uh, there's, there's a bunch. There's a there's a bunch of input lag when you use them, but they do make them. Yeah, that's what I had heard. There, there was a lag between. But they're not allowed in tournaments. So. They're not. You have to use those things. Yeah, like I couldn't show up and just wax like a Call of Duty tournament. But if I was able to plug in my mouse and keyboard, I could probably. Even but that doesn't make any sense to me that they would even have those fucking stupid things. Why not just have mouse and keyboards? It's, it's well, like that's, that's the best input. We always joke that like PC players are the master race because you know. We always we always say that. That's like a joke between the communities. We're like, let the casual guys play on their Xbox and PlayStation. And that's what it is. It's just casual gamers. Right. Like, I'd rather lay back on, on my couch and, and play fuck, a game yeah. Grand Theft Auto than have my keyboard yeah. and mouse right. and sit there and try to twitch and yeah, kill yeah. people. You know? Yeah, that's what's cool about the keyboard or the, uh, the controller. controller. I used to have a thing called, uh, fucking, what was it called? I don't remember what the fucking name was. it, But it had a, uh, a trackball and a handle. Yep but a joystick and you would move it around you would shoot with the trigger it was kind of cool because you could actually shoot with a trigger and you would aim with the trackball and the trackball was pretty cool yeah but not quite as good as a mouse and keyboard it was like a step below like the really good guys could still fuck you up with it but then it's once i switched over to a mouse and keyboard then all of a sudden i was moving with my left hand and shooting and aiming with my right as opposed to shooting with my right and moving and aiming with my left that'd be a mind fuck for me i know people use that fuck. for like photoshop 
I think. Trackballs? Yeah. Yeah, they have, like, they just move it around. But a trackball is not nearly as precise as a mouse. Not, probably not nowadays. Seems like a it, It's weird because, like, games are really the proving ground for, like, precision because yeah. it's so critical. Well, that's what's funny when these new these peripheral companies like Logitech or yeah, Logitech is one of my sponsors. When they make a new mouse, they've they've recently in the past couple of years they have the technology to make amazing stuff, but they always add like little like ridges or something on the mouse that as pro gamers like like to grip the mouse weird and the sensor. They add these specs that like don't really apply to our range of motion. They put like a million DPI. You could track. Well, I'm not going to swipe my arm across the room. Like I have mm-hmm. a certain range of motion and. Yeah, I don't know. The controllers essentially need. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought there, but well, you, they had those razor mice. Well, exactly. Back yeah, when I when I was playing, they were still a ball mouse. It was still a ball back then. I know they're laser now, right? Yeah, of course. But they had a weird shape that they had created that some people liked and other people hated. And I could never kind of get used to it. It was a it was way weirder than that back Appreciate in the day. It. The original razor uh, mouse. These are those are Logitech. That's, that's a Microsoft right there. See, there's that little like keypad on the top left. That's weird. Yeah, but those. This is not. Um, none of these are the thing that I was talking about. But this is new shit that they're doing. This is one. Look, what's that one? That split keyboard down a little lower, Jamie, right there. What the fuck is that thing? So since you know a lot of people do WSD, so you got your left hand, and then I guess that's the right-handed version. Oh, of this the is just thing. an idea. This is a concept. But. But I yeah. played on something like that just for one, my left hand only. It's just the WASD. What's mm-hmm. your What's your favorite mouse? What, what, what is the? I mean, Actually, Logitech. Or? I use a Logitech G100s. It's very it's the, it's ambidextrous, so it's very simple. It's it, this trackball. You'll find a lot of the pro gamers. They don't need any more than like three to five buttons on their mouse. Like the World of Warcraft people are casual gamers. They have all these millions of buttons and lights and switches, mm-hmm. and that's kind of fun because you have all these macro binds for the spells. But for our game, we just like a something you can grip it's not overwhelming in your hand or has a weird center of gravity or has all these lights we just need to grip it well and have good tracking it's pretty simple now if a new game came out like say you know there's call of duty and all these different mm-hmm. games and new game out came out it became the shit and you started to see that trend where everybody was slowly drifting off to that game what do you do do you decide okay i've got to fucking pick this game up and if you do are you starting from scratch or are you starting from like halfway uh, I guess it depends how new the game is. Like current Call of Duty, if it was on PC, I'd be I'd be above average. I would probably be a decent competitive player. You have to learn all the maps, and then the meta game is gone, obviously, because there's no information chunks that exist at this point. Cause it's a right. new sport. It's a literally a new sport now. Um, I pro- I don't know. It depends. You know, like if the game has so much support, how viable is it as a job? What do I need to do to make money? Do I need to win every tournament? Do I need to just be a top hundred competitor? Do would I you dip to- your toes in, like, and would you start fucking with it occasionally, and then say, I got to figure out what to do here? Like, how do you know where the tide's going? Yeah, you don't always, but you can kind of tell based off like player numbers, right? Like Counter Strike Grow, Counter Strike Go, the game I play, has kind of had like an exponential growth the past like year and a half. Still. Uh, yeah, recently it got a reinsurgence because they took the model of League of Legends where you can customize all the shit in the game. Counter-Strike got a little bland for people because it was the same thing always, but now they've made it so you can customize the way your gun looks and all these little gimmicky things that are pretty cool, but they don't really change the game. And that brought in new players, new money, which makes the game developer pour more money into it, keep updating the nuances. Maybe there's a glitch. In the old game, they would never fix it because that's it. They're not going to release a new version. When the next one comes out, have fun. Well, with Counter-Strike, they constantly update it and upgrade it. So that you could tell how popular the game is by just how the community 
vibe is, how many tournaments are happening, whatnot. Like Dota, League of Legends, they have tournaments all the time. Counter-Strike, we have tournaments all the time. Quake, they have QuakeCon now. They don't really have any more tournaments. It just kind of slowly died down. Maybe lack of interest. Back then, they didn't have the same model, the game developers, that is, to right. make money. They would just release a game, they make money. And Quake, done. the players don't really have an opportunity to make money. Unless Not they're doing this, this Twitch thing. They'd if, have to do this Twitch thing. Yeah, so a couple of them, like, I know the top Quake players, and if they had Twitch now and the game was still big, they would all be in a similar boat as I am. But unfortunately, the game kind of plateaued and the bubble popped before Twitch got big, and they just, there's no tournaments. They just don't have anywhere to compete. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. How do you avoid being one of those guys? It seems to me you know, that... It's kind of volatile. You don't really know. Especially if you're, like, a StarCraft player. Those guys play StarCraft, like... There's not many other shooter games or StarCraft style games you can go play. Right. Yeah, if StarCraft goes away, you're Mo fucked. MOBA has the most options. So MOBA is the multiplayer online battle arena. That's Dota, League of Legends, and Heroes of New Earth. They're basically almost the same game. One guy Really? They're they're literally one guy created Dota through the Warcraft three brand a long time ago. And it had like one map and that's it. There's like three lanes and whatnot. And all these other games since there was like the guy in this guy independently made the map, I think it was, Mad Frog, Ice Frog or something. I forget his name. And basically, League of Legends, Dota, and Heroes of New Earth, three different game developers. They're almost the same concept game. Everything except slightly different heroes and champions and spells. But um, basically, they normally say, like, people who can't go pro in Dota go pro in League of Legends. People who can't go pro in League of Legends go pro in Heroes, Han, Heroes of New Earth. So it's like this succession of almost the same game. But just like more and more money and more and more tournaments. If you put me in a time machine from back when I f was playing Quake and then like in the 90s and then ju jumped me here today, I'd be like, what in the actual fuck is going on? Yeah. I want to see this League of Legends shit. Ugh. Show me some video game You're not gonna like streaming. It. No? Nope. I just want to see what they're doing. It looks like an iPad game. Yeah? Yeah. But what how's you... it so popular? It's, it's super casual friendly. This is it here? Yeah. So. It's free. So it's it caters a lot. There's a shit ton of girls and kids and <laughs> Scott Jorgensen just sent me a text message. Thanks for the Twitch shout out, homie. Because <laughs> he's got a giant Twitch. So this is the game. Um, yeah. So this is League of Legends. Yeah. Oh, this is dumb I honestly shit. don't even play the game, so I couldn't tell you what the fuck is going it's, on. I know vaguely play. what's going on. It's what? I think it's, it's free, it's to, free play. to play. It's free so to play. So that was one of the first games that made their money model not off selling the game, but off all the things you could buy in the game. Microtransactions. Oh. What do you think about microtransactions? Well, that's, so that's kind of, I guess that gross. was, I didn't use the right term, but that's what I was talking about earlier. That's yeah, what CSGO right. has now, microtransactions. Uh, those are really problematic for it's people all, I mean, on phones. That's that's why Quake was never as big, though, because like, if they had this model of microtransactions, you could change the way your laser gun works or your rocket gun. That seems like a That would have been like, yeah. I mean, even though it might be a dollar or $2 transaction, if 300,000 kids are doing it a week, you're going to see some return. They see, It seems like they're fucking you, though. Like, I don't like So that. they're like, they have a champion they choose, right? And they run around and there's these little, like, minions. I honestly don't really even understand the game too much. So that, that guy with the green health bar next to him, he's the main one, and that's his crew mobbing behind him that... Sucks. So these are yeah. superheroes, I guess. Is that what this is? <laughs> not not necessarily superheroes, but heroes meaning they're just like they're super strong. Those are you choose because they have different skill sets, right? One might be more have more defense, so they call him like a tank. He's really strong with his defense. Some are better at, at attacking. Maybe they attack better close range. Maybe they attack better long range. So you it's five versus five normally. So the pro teams go. They they're strategizing. A hey, do we need? I don't know. I honestly don't know. But they need like you know. Close range attackers, a tank, this guy, that guy. Do you play a lot of Destiny? 
No, I, I would play it if it was on PC, but I just uh, honestly, first-person shooters, like, I can't spend my free time playing them anymore unless I'm going to casually play it on this Steam. This is game, ugly right? to look at, It though. looks badass, though. Yeah, it seems like a game that you would like. You think this looks... Oh, you you talking about this looks no, badass? No, 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 Destiny. no, Destiny, the shooter okay, game. Okay, the other game. No, this, this does I've not just look never good. connected to it, yeah, you know? It's stupid. Like Counter Strike and Quake, you see it, you feel yeah. it, you ebb and flow. Their strategy is very intuitive. Yeah, go to go to a Counter Strike one. Let's just just for gra just for um. So let's see a good person to play. Scroll down. So there's not really any pros playing right now. You can go to the top though. <laughs> Actually, scroll down. I saw a name, Robin Official. One more down, right in the middle, right there. Click that guy. He's an old Swedish pro. Okay. He hasn't been playing in a while. So this see this is so much more interesting to me. So he's running out of spawn right now. This, this is a gun round. He's got an AK-47. So, but this is like you're watching like the map. It's so three dimensional. So he's going to see a guy on the left here, most likely. I just couldn't imagine why other games don't do it just like this. So like does, this, yeah. he just got. So jacked. now his teammate traded the kill, so it's good. And then they got another kill, so they're an advantage right now. Four versus three. Now it's a three versus three. Yeah, that's nice. But what I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Knows right? The fuck no, no, you're no. You know, I'm just pointed at it. Right, the kill. Oh. So like. But this is so much more fun to look at. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, if you're playing it, too, it's like it's so much more immersive. Like, you feel like this is going on. When you're looking down and everyone has, like, a bar with a health bar above their head and you're throwing spells and you're looking down, it's yeah. just so bizarre looking. Yeah. And as I said earlier, in League of Legends, when someone's getting outskilled or they're winning a round, it's normally, like, pretty drawn out, 5, mm -hmm. 10, 15, 20 minutes. What's cool about Counter-Strike and very intuitive for a spectator is that right there, you just don't run in and die, right? Well, also, it seems that counter it happens quicker. with Counter-Strike, the uh, physics are very similar to real-life physics. Like, you can't do any weird shit. Like, you can yeah. you can do weird shit in Quake where you can jump a little higher than yeah. you really would be You can't be able lay down to. in this game. You can't prone. You can't? You can duck, stand, and walk. And run. Um, you can prone in some games. Like Call of Duty, you could like do some weird shit. We like jump and then slide. It's called supermaning, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you like jump and like extend and lay down. It's weird. Wow. Do you so get stadiums of people watching you guys play your final matches like League of Legends does? Yeah. Like Korea. Yeah. The biggest one I was at recently was in Poland. We filled up. It was like a twenty thousand person arena. Twenty thousand people. I wasn't in the final for that, but it was awesome to watch. So you were watching, and these guys were playing, and twenty thousand people were there. Yeah, I have a video on my Instagram where I'm like shooting it over my shoulder and everyone's like NIP Virtus Pro and like screaming the team names and it's epic because wow, the arena 20, is now 20,000 people screaming that yeah. That's and insane. they normally set it up like every player has a projector to their point of view so there's like 10 projectors and then one giant projector for the commentators wow so it's a color a play by play where do you think this is going like what do you if you had to envision if you had to prognosticate and you look at where games are right now and you try to Extrapolate. Look, you know, five, ten years in the future. Yeah. What do you think it's going to well, be? Well, I'm not Ray Kurzweil, but let's see. But here. if you were, if I was Ray, if you're you, I don't think it's. I don't think it's success. Basically, I think what we've realized in the community and a lot of these top people who run the companies realizes that like TV and the mainstream routes that everyone wants to go, like reality TV. Let's show the gamers behind the scenes. Like, that shit just isn't what is necessary for this world. So what they're doing now, and what I think it'll turn into, is what you're currently seeing now, just a little bit higher production quality. And more, uh, more catered to the players when they have an events. Maybe players' lounges, better warm-up areas. Like I think everything is going to be somewhat similar, but tidied up just enough to make the, all the narratives of the pro teams more clear to the to the mainstream. To make when you watch, like to to make all the information much more presented clearly. Because obviously, not anyone watching will say, "Oh, that's their ammo. How much ammo?" That's do they not have? really what I was asking. What but I was I just saying. I think I think that's I think it's going to keep growing, and I and I think. 
you're not going to see these astronomical changes where we're like every match is in a huge Madison Square Garden. That's not really what I meant either. I meant with with video games themselves. Yeah. Like it seems like the games themselves are getting more and more complex and more and more immersive. Like where where could this it possibly like be going? Sounds like virtual reality type stuff. Yeah. Do you think that that's a that that's a possibility? Like that the Oculus Rift thing that Carmack was talking about. Do you 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 don't think so, Brian? No. How come? Well, what do you think? I think there's going to be something that's going to trump that. I think it's nice. Really? It's a fun little, like, gimmick type thing. But, like, the thing we were talking about earlier about get people getting sick and how heavy it is and stuff. I think in 10 or 15 years, that's just going to be, like, a, a beta test of what we're talking about. And it's probably going to be just, like, a contact lens that you put in your eye and it turns mm -hmm. your yeah. living room into so that, a jungle. So I can't comprehend that. Technology, yeah. and like you said, exponential growth, the technology is insane. We might just have one chip. We might not need it a Oculus. We might just right. have a little tablet thing we put by our temple, and all of a sudden you're experiencing this with no fatigue. And well, no have you seen those goggles that turn the whole world into a someone, desktop? The video game. Someone posted a crazy video. I want to play. It's called The Void. It's the HD version. Or I'll show you. It's Oculus Rift. Oh, okay. Here we go. Go full screen. Start it from the beginning. The Void. Cool graphics. What if you could explore new dimensions, new worlds? From your bedroom. Where dreams become reality. They build a space in a warehouse, kind of. And imagination has no limits. Whoa. Yes, you know, I'm okay, down. So <laughs> okay, so this guy has virtual reality goggles on, unparalleled visuals and body tracking. Oh, so you're wearing some crazy vest. Oh my god, this guy's walking through a warehouse and things are coming at them. Oh my god. Virtual worlds built over physical environments. <gasps> this is it. Jamie, you just answered my question. This is the fucking future. So I definitely think like laser tag will get yeah. invented. Like, like it's like little laser tag things will be environmental sure. effects. Oh my! And this God. is for the super casual player, obviously, right? Yeah. Super single casual. Player. No, I'm saying like single player games, right? You're playing your own journey story right here, not casual meaning. This is a place where you'd rent out like a laser tag, and virtual. Tag. This is, I don't think I don't ever see this taking over where it's in your house and this no, but right. this could be like an arena, like where you play football. I mean, this could be the future where you're watching people play in a warehouse. See, I think that's Why like when I'm a grandpa. A this is amazing. I don't think this is going to be when you're a grandpa, dude. <laughs> I think it's going to be a game where you accidentally get your girlfriend pregnant and this exists. <laughs> Whoa, look at this. Like, super soon. This is nuts, man. So these guys all have fake swords, and they're... Oh, my God, there's various games that you could play. And... They're fighting against dragons with swords. This is fucking. This bananas. is all a concept, though, obviously. Well, it seems like they were showing the actual physical environment, like they're creating it. Uh, I think it's a, like a demo of what. CGI on top of it. Well, let's go to thevoid.com and find out. Go to thevoid.com and see what the fuck. How'd they get the void? They must have had to pay for that bitch. Mm. That was so, my point. I don't think that'll enter esports. So I guess why I went down the other path of talking. Like. I don't know how that would enter esports. Something I. That's what. So you're primarily concerned with the sport, professional yeah, well, sport aspect. Yeah. That's Coming where my mind soon. attached to it. Pleasant Grove, Utah. Huh. Oh, Next summer. Awesome. So essentially a, a year from now. 
I can see how badass what was that game uh, with the dragons oh, recently came out single player. Dragon. Uh, Haunted Cat. Look at what they're saying worlds. here. Look at what they're saying here. Scroll Elder Scrolls. Visions of infinite dimensions. The void is exactly what our virtual entertainment centers will offer. Experience everything from haunted castles to dinosaur safaris to futuristic battlefields. And with our competitive or cooperative multiplayer modes, you can share these incredible experiences with family and friends. See, that might be a weird issue, man, if these games start becoming physical. If you start having these competitions, like you're playing one on, you know, you're playing rather teams, five on five, or how many people are in Counter-Strike? Five versus five, yeah. Five versus five. Um, imagine if you're doing five versus five in these things, and it becomes about athletics. No, yeah. It becomes about athletes competing in virtual environments in video games. I mean, that really could be possible. Sort of like Dance Dance Revolution, get you guys in shape. Like I said, that's where I need the, the super suit then after that, so I don't need to get in shape. I just plug in. Yeah, well, that's going to be weird if people resist the getting in shape part. This, I mean, who knows what, what this is going to be or whether this is going to catch on. But I think, like... Why would you go to the movies when you could live a movie? When you could go, I mean, imagine if you had like The Hobbit, like that kind of graphics, and you're actually in the environment. Walk through the battlefield next to Gandalf. Fuck, dude. And they, they figure out a way to sculpt the ground in a way that makes it feel like you're going uphill and downhill and dirt under your feet and rocks and different terrains. Well, we know we did figure that out and we're experiencing it in the past of our current development <laughs> yeah the, the whole virtual reality We're a hologram right now right well that's that's the the, the mind fuck of all mind fucks is that one day it's there will matter. be an artificial reality that's indiscernible from this reality and how do we know we're not already in it we're in it dmt oh, a lot of people think so it comes i mean it does come up every now and again jordan i think we've said everything we could say about video gaming yeah man anything I else talk to all add day i yeah, shout out to everyone who shout out to all you freak to learn a little bit about esports today. If you haven't gotten enough info from me, feel free to look around. Yeah, Twitch. and you could find Jordan. What is your uh, your Twitter handle? C nine N zero T H I N G. So C nine nothing. And C nine nothing is your handle on Cloud Nine is my organization I compete for. And nothing is N zero T H I N G. All right. Well, anything else? No. Thanks for everyone for watching. Friends and family. Brian Redband, you got anything going on? Tell the people about. Uh, we got uh, GK, it. right? Yeah. Uh, I, my Twitch channel is Redband, so check What's that out. What's GK? Yeah, I, I, told, I told my Counter Strike buddies that I'd say I'd give them a shout out. GK is a kids I used oh, to play with from Counter Strike. Okay. Like, say that at the end. I was like, yeah, if I could fit it in. Yeah, you got in there. What are you saying? Uh, Your Twitch my Twitch channel is Redband. Uh, me and Jamie play all the time. Uh, also, I'll be in Toronto in July and uh, Death Squad uh, Friday at the Isos. Let's do Death a stream Squad together. TV. You guys are gonna do a stream together. Let's do it. You're gonna. Cross streams, too? Cross streams. Touch tips. Let's touch tips. It's after the real stream. Well, listen, man. This has been very illuminating. This is a world that I, I completely was unaware I was peripherally aware of, but you, you really gave us yeah. the full tour of it. I appreciate it. And no worries. Congratulations on being able to make a career out of this. I think yeah. it's fucking awesome. Thank you. Kudos to you, sir. Uh, and to everybody else, go fuck yourself. We'll see you next week. Much love. Big kisses. Oh, Friday night, Vegas. There's still some tickets available. Uh, that's tomorrow. Tom Segura, Tony Hinch. Cliff and me at the Ka Theater at the MGM. Holla! See you then. Peace. Bye.